and welcome to the 43rd episode of Lake of Rage, a Pokemon trading card game podcast. I am your host, as always, Kevin Clementi, aka Mellow underscore Magikarp. I'm joined today by a returning duo, by literally by popular demand. So, Alex, you know this. You've made me tell you this every day for the past three months. James, you don't know this technically, but it might have been spoiled to you. We had a survey after the first 40-ish episodes for our listeners. We had about 100 responses, and both of you were voted the most popular guests or favorite guests by the listeners ahead of world champions, international champions, the biggest content creators, and it was by a fairly wide margin. So I know listeners, oh. you're hyped for this one. <laughs> He's got it up there. Yeah, you can visibly see <laughs> the part of the pie chart that is both of you. So awesome. <laughs> back by popular demand, we have Alex Cook and James Arnold to talk about some retro formats. If this is the first time you're finding the podcast or maybe the second time because you listen to the other Alex and James Arnold, I hope this won't be the last time you listen. We have a ton of very good topics. We go between standard and alternative formats all the time. So make sure you subscribe in whatever podcast app you listen to. You don't got to listen to every episode. If you don't like standards, skip the standard ones. Listen to the other ones. Highly suggested. I think we're a five-star podcast, which is also a rating you can give us if you so desire. Anyway, today we're going to have one main topic because I learned from the last episode and so did all of you. These two can talk forever about the Pokemon trading card game. And our main topic is going to be the top five Pokemon in trading card game history. So which Pokemon? have the most competitive cards in the history of the trading card game. And I think we're all in agreement. It sounded like when we talked about this before, it is purely numerically which ones have the most amount of dominant cards, correct? Uh, yeah, I think the only other way that you could theoretically do it by percentage is if you had like percentage minimum five or something like that like five printings or something but that that's too much math and i'm not very good at math <laughs> you're a math teacher so for anyone's not listening and yeah. or anyone listening who's not aware of the joke there no anyway i'm gonna start with what i think is the number one card number one pokemon in the history of the trading card game <clears throat> i think it's far and away gotta be magikarp right we have Multiple Gyaradoses that all use the Magikarp mechanic. Tell me why I'm right. I'll, I'll support that argument, but only because Magikarp was once playable with Team Magma's hideout, and I'm very biased towards uh, Team Magma. <laughs> so uh, by, by Team Magma Carp, I'm definitely down. So I'll just agree with that. <laughs> Unironically, because uh, we're talking about like like playable Magikarps and stuff, like because Gyarados is playable, we also have to remember Magikarp and Waylord was a thing. That's true. So it was actually featured as its Magikarp self. Ooh. Before yep. we go forward, actually, that's a good... How are tag teams going to be considered? Like, are Mewtwo and Mew Tag Team GX both a Mewtwo and a Mew card? Yes. I think so, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I don't. I actually didn't know. So, like, Arceus and Dialga and Palkia received their own. I don't know if any of them have been playable. Anyway, first Pokemon. You two jump into... What do you actually think besides Magikarp? Well, I think, I think first we should set up some some ground rules for this since we are doing it off off the cuff um i don't know what was included i don't, i think it wasn't included but i 
found a list of fully evolved Pokemon and I truncated it down to Gens 1 through 6 because I don't think there's going to be enough total numbers outside of maybe like Necrozma from Gen 7 that could actually like fight for a top 5 spot. So I, I mm. got rid of 7 and 8 because they're not going to have enough numbers. Fully evolved Pokemon on per, just on percentage basis are going to have more. Um, especially if you got like an evolution later, like there was no real, there was like a few playable Magmars, like Dump and Draw, for instance, but then Magmortar came out and then all Magmars sucked from then on out. Same with like Magneton, for instance, it got an evolution later, so it changed the complexity of it. So fully evolved Pokemon from gens one through six is the list that I am going to scroll through and like kind of like pick from. And then I think in terms of defining playable, I'm curious to see what James thinks about what we want to define as competitively viable to count as a point, I suppose. Can I add, though, and James, you might have been thinking about this, too. A Gen 7 Pokemon that isn't Necrozma that deserves mention is a Ranguru. Yeah, a Ranguru and Blacephalon. Like, cause mm. I, 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 knew that, I knew that we would discuss, like the Gen 7, Gen 8 thing, where it's just like, they, they physically haven't had enough cards printed for the most part. Like, Oranguru, though, like, it has, like, six cards. One of them is banned forever and three more bangers. Like, so, like, that guy, like, he understands. Blacephalon, I think there's only, like, four cards. Three of them have, like, one regional or international championships. So that's a pretty good uh, line for me. Uh, but, like... For the most part, like, I, and I agree, especially Ultra Necrozma in particular, like, where it has the the 170 attack one, uh, the GX was playable, like, it, like, like, that one in particular has multiple cards, but where they just haven't had the breadth of time to have multiple printings, it gets a little tough. Are we consider, are we counting stuff like, speaking of Ultra Necrozma, are we considering, like, Ultra Necrozma, Dominic's Necrozma, all as a Necrozma? I feel like it's fair to. They're technically all Necrozma, but I, I think when I try and like think of like these categories in my head, I, I think of it like, especially when, it, because it's like based on the TCG, I, I think of it if I'm writing a deck list that separates them into categories. So like mm. if I can put like four like Dawn Wings Necrozma and then four Ultra Necrozma, then like I, I would think that that splits it in my mind. I could see an argument for the other way though. And the reason I ask is because that would probably take unknown out of the conversation. That's true. Because unknown is definitely in the conversation otherwise, but then again, yeah. it has sheer numbers. Yeah. It's printed 70 some odd times and a good portion of them are good. Yeah. I've also been banned yeah. multiple times now that you mentioned it. I, I guess if you if we did it that way, then you wouldn't count like gym leader Pokemon. So I, I, I guess maybe it is just the character itself. So like Necrozma would be up there. Okay. Uh, what what is your definition of what so so you said something about like Blacephalon should get weighted heavier because it was like in World Championship decks? Are you gonna weight heavy based off like how meta it was, or it gets a thumbs up or thumbs down if it was like competitively viable? I feel like it's fair to give it a thumbs up if it was competitively viable at all, especially for a lot of the Pokemon that like would have existed or had a lot of their like better printings or a lot of their printings at all during the non-world championship years um because i do think there's a lot of like in like my uh, if i had if i'm gonna spoil my pick a little bit here but like my pick is vile plume and i think that like vile plume in particular has a lot of printings that were dominant 
before there were world championships. Um, so like that, it's weird. But like, if you like look back at the legacy that it's left, the sheer number of decks that you can build that are viable in formats that vile plume. Like, mm -hmm. so I, I feel like there's definitely a weight to like event placings, but I also think just like competitive viability gets you on my list. Okay. So as long as the card was good enough to be in like either a meta deck or like a popular rogue deck, it yeah. gets a point. It doesn't get weighted. It's just pure numbers. I think so. Yeah. Cool. Also good thing we're not removing gym leaders or any sort of prefix or suffix because that would take out dark vile plume. Yeah. Yeah. Dark vile plume. I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, like I like because they even like EXs would be considered differently. Vileplume yeah. EX is relevant. Like, it, it, there's a lot, like, even like Erica's Vileplume, like, it, it, there's a lot going on. Vileplume GX was also played for a hot second, right? Yeah, it still is in expanded. It's it's popular. And I mean, that like to this day with Ancient Origins Vileplume and uh, Burning Shadows Vileplume, like, they're. That I, I, Pokemon is just insane. I, it was one of it was gonna be one of the things I was talking about too. I just saw what Boo said. By the way, it says this is definitely going three hours. <laughs> and for anyone listening, wondering, Vile Plume has almost always been people just can't play trainer cards. Dark, Dark Vile Plume, Vile Plume, uh, Harkold Soul Silver Vile Plume, and the AOR Vile Plume are all and Dark Vile Plume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's four. I think Vile Plume EX has to be in the active, though, right? Yes, it, it does have to be in the active. Uh, but like it, it's yeah, it's that one, Ancient Origins, uh, the the one, the Undaunted. Undaunted. Yeah, I couldn't remember we, which. We just built from. at the at the shop. Shout out to Tabletop Village uh, for all your Pokemon needs. Uh, at the shop, we just built 2011 cities. Yeah. So we've been playing a few games. Like I, we had I have a really good set the other day. We played a, uh, it was Cake versus Chandelure, which like surprisingly dummy fun. I didn't. Yeah, I know it's. I really like like Hargold Souls over to Noble Victories is a very very good format. Like I very much like that. I I, I played. I mean, I played in that format, but like yeah. I hadn't really like dived deep into it. And like now that I am, I'm just like wow. Like I yeah. I was an idiot back then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I feel about every time that I'm like, like, because I, where I love playing RSPK in 2006 so much, like, I was bad, like, but I love it, like. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to take over your, your duties. Are we starting? Should we start saying? I was going to say, yeah, are we saying Vileplume, is it, deserves a mention, or are we leaning towards number one? I, I, my, I think Vileplume is at least in the running for me. I didn't do the actual number counting part because I'm so, bad at that. Uh, let's see. So we have Vileplume GX, Vileplume Burning Shadows, Irritating Pollen. Uh, I would make the argument that Allergy Panic could be played, but that was just me. Um, the Times for Weakness one. Uh, yeah. I have a fun story about that if we want to try to cap it at three hours. Um, I... Uh, uh, I, when I was writing for Pokey Beach uh, at one point, I really didn't have anything to write about for like Philadelphia Regionals or something. So uh, I had been testing a version of Night March that played a 101 times four week Vile Plume line um, and one Galvantula. Because in their mirror match, you could use Galvantula and take two Shamans on the bench, yep. right? And so I wrote this whole big article, and there were, like, a couple of the other writers that were like, dude, why is Alex writing these, like, dumb fluff pieces of these rogue decks that aren't going to work? 
And my editor at the time was like, uh, nope, he got us the most subscribers in one month from that article. So I have a nice little soft spot for times four week vile flume because I was just like, yeah, baby, fill it off. And then no one played the deck. So <laughs> but, you know, it's whatever. Anyway. So that's why I would argue that times four week vile plume should be included. Yeah, no, I I think that times four week vile plume is a relevant card. Like obviously, like you look at that compared to the success of a lot of the trainer locking ones, and you're like, that's not really the same tier. But like, it was a playable card. There are definitely strategies and decks that played it and would play that, whether they are the best decks of the format is whatever. But like the card itself was playable. I, I feel the same way about expedition vile plume. Saw play during a lot of the e card sets. Um. And that one was, uh, during your turn, you could flip a coin of heads, the, the opponent is poisoned, and you could just continuously do that every turn. Um, and it, like, that damage stacked up when, uh, 10 damage is 10% of a stage 2's HP. Exactly, I'm about to say, like, well, 10 damage today is a tickle, but 10 damage then, that's significant. Yeah, um, and, like, the, obviously, like, you're not running that in every deck, but it's definitely been a thing that's been, uh, been ran before. But between Ancient Origins, uh, all of those, uh, the Dark Vile Plume being so strong in the early years... So we're at so we're at one, two, three, four, five. GX, EX, dark. Six, seven, eight. I would say either eight or nine vile plumes. Give or take. Yeah. We'll give it we'll give it nine just to show it some love. Boop. Alright. I got a list going. Oh wait, uh, did we have the basic lock vile plume? Because I have yeah, the okay, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. Yeah. I played I played the crap out of that. Um <laughs> The uh, uh, the fun thing about going back and looking at 2011 cities and showing a lot of these like newer players that format is like they like picked up plus power and they were like, "What does this do?" And I was just like, "Dude, like you don't understand, like how huge 10 damage is in some formats." Yep. Or you can play Vitality Band in a mustard based deck and change math that way too. It's true. You can't junk arm Vitality Band though. You can't so. junk arm. No. I mean, there's a, I the other day I, I I plus powered four times in a turn and Owen just like he was just like, all right, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> anyway, Vile Plume. I think Vile Plume. Yeah. It's got nine. It's got nine. So right now I have it written down on a list on an Excel spreadsheet for nine. And, and um, I, I think if we were to transition any, I think Gardevoir is like what people go to. That was what I assumed. Like, Kevin was saying Gardevoir was a good one to look at too. Yeah, I definitely think that, that Gardevoir is like one of those where like there's definitely a lot. I don't know if there's actually as many. I think that if, if on a weighted scale, Gardevoir would be insane. I mean, Gardevoir won uh, two different world championships 10 years apart. So like... Not many Pokemon nerd in that club. Uh, it's also it's also a Gen three Pokemon, right? So like in terms of time out too, it gets mm -hmm. less there. But, so you but got then like percentage. There's a bunch of bad ones too. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. You got. Um, it's hard to say if like the new Vileplume from Chilling Rain is competitive. Like I know a lot of people touted it as like a decent rogue deck. So like, eh. Uh, but yeah, you got Gardevoir GX. You got Guardian. So Gardevoir Sylveon. Um. You got Ruby Sapphire and Emerald are both playable. The Delta yep. Species one was playable. Gardevoir um, EX, Despair Ray, and Brilliant Arrow. Yeah. So that you're up to six. Gardevoir EX celebrate. They're not the celebrations, but the Dragon Frontiers one, the Delta one, and the Sandstorm one were both. Gardevoir Level X. Uh, Gardevoir Next Destinies was played as like a Mewtwo counter. Yep. Mega Gardevoir. Yeah, I got the Megas in the okay. list here. So I think that's nine. So Guardian, 
Gardevoir GX. I'm, I, so I got I got PKM and cards up right now, and I'm going okay, in cool. order backwards. So I don't if we don't include the new Chilling Rain one. No, you got GX, <laughs> please don't. Yeah, GX Guardian, both Megas. Yep. Uh, uh, Psychic Mirage. Uh, Platinum. Do we count Level X as different than? Ooh, that's a good um, question. Secret Wonders. I don't know. They're they're clearly designed. Uh, that's messy, but true. Like, yeah. they, they are, are two different cards. They are different cards, so we'll count them differently. Yeah. So that goes up to eight. Uh, you said you got you got in prison, obviously. Yeah. Um, the Ruby Sapphire one, the Emerald yeah. one, the Delta Species. So I got I got Ruby Sapphire, Emerald, DS. So that actually puts it up to twelve. Okay. So it yeah. That one's gonna gonna take the cake. I I would be surprised if there are actually twelve playable cards in any other Pokemon's move. I would card I would pool. be shocked too. Are we not yeah. counting um, unknown in that? I, I think that there's probably about ten ish unknowns that are like good to good. I think that you could find a spot for a lot of them in decks, but like if we're actually gonna put cards in decks to play like competitively, I think that there's probably about ten to twelve unknowns. I might be wrong on that. Well, I suppose we we'll... could go. Let's read every That's unknown. A lot of unknowns. All all ninety. <laughs> I and E from Unseen Forces are really good, and we're played. It's uh, the second most printed Pokemon, right behind Pikachu. Is Raichu more? No, because like most of the Pikachu's don't evolve. I'm pretty sure it's uh, unknown. I feel like that's a trivia fact I've heard before. That is completely useless to everyone. According to PKM and cards, and this is like, you know, uh, reprints and stuff, PKM and cards says that Pikachu has 169. Raichu's got, you're right, 64. Uh, excuse me, Charizard. I'm confused. Charizard's got 75, which is more than Raichu even. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, unknown should be number two then. You're right. Fun fact. Charizard's probably that's number crazy. three. Yeah. Uh, that is a fun fact. I do enjoy that fact. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's hard, so I don't want to look through every single one of those, but, like, modern-day unknowns in terms of black and white on, three of the four were playable, right? Okay. Farewell Letter. Farewell yeah. Letter and the two that are banned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then from, uh, the, the one from Undaunted or whatever, the one that got you a Dark Energy was really good. Yeah. Not that one. <laughs> I mean, it was played. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it was played. I, I I mean I I like that one I liked that one in 2011 in, uh, at nationals I don't know so then unknown R unknown Q um unknown G looking all like the yeah uh, both of those maybe there is more I know uh, out of the unseen forces one I E were the like the best two mm -hmm. um. I'm trying to think of... Are we those. including alternative formats in this? Because there's a few unknowns that are really good in U150. But... That, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then, like, gym leader challenge format starts, like, creeping in and, like, messing things stuff up. Yeah. Uh, so we're at nine with the Unseen Forces and, like, Diamond and Pearl stuff. None of, like, the Neo ones were played, right? Um, I don't think so. Like, I can't, like, at some point, they may have seen something, but not, like, it's not, like, a known, like, oh, yeah, this is the unknown Decker or anything. Um, but I know the Dark One was good, the, from 
heart gold ser- the set, the heart gold sets and then uh IE the question mark one question mark or put it to 10 yeah so so unknowns that are right around 10 yeah and and potentially more i i i've not done my unknown homework and remembered all yeah. of those i honestly forgot about unknown until about 5 minutes before the podcast and i was like dang it i didn't look up at all the all the unknowns like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm not about to do that live. So Unknown's actually at 10. Yeah, Unknown's at least in the running, like potentially more than Guardi. But I think uh, the difference, though, is right. And you all said this. It's like Unknown was almost never a deck. That There were technically Unknown decks versus yeah. it was like a really good tech card. Yeah, like, and like, for, for example, like Unknown I and E, like to this day, are still like played in the a lot of the, or in one of the better decks of the, uh, of 06 and Ruby or RSPK. So if you're, if you're limiting it to like, just like a deck centers around it versus tech cards, like unknown should take the tech card, like crown. Yeah. It, the best tech card of all time. Easily. Like, yeah. In terms of Pokemon. Yeah. Easy. Uh, I looked up the Orangurus too, by the way, there's actually probably only three, right? You have instruct, you have uh switching cups and you have the one that's banned. Yes, <laughs> the switching cups can we, are anchored. How many times can we slip in switching cups in yeah. the conversation? <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. Instruct was like a staple, but it was also a tech. Resource management I, was obviously yeah. one of the most broken I, cards. I think mistake is the correct word. That's, that's what I usually that's use that's about it. The card that was made to beat stall decks and turned out to create the most disgusting Make control decks. Yes. Yeah, that the game I mean, has ever seen. <laughs> When I when I go build like Sun and Moon Lost Thunder, I had to go find like twenty Orangus. Because like decks put like one or two. Yeah. So it's a good card. Um it, it's a great card. Um but regardless, Orangu I don't think should be in the running. Um nah. not if we're I, just going on quantity. Yeah. My suggestions I, I would have to look at it because I didn't again I wanted to come into it raw. I'm curious about how many Blastoises there are. So for Blastoise you've got Base set, obviously. Um, I think the big hindrance to Blastoise is that, like, none of the, like, GX, EX, or Vs were, like, ever played. That's kind of the problem, right? Like, so, as a Blastoise fanboy, I feel pretty ripped off this last decade, if we're just going to be <laughs> entirely honest with everyone here. It also uh, got a really cute al- You got a really cute alt art. I did get a really cute alt art, and I do appreciate that, and I have that, but, like... If I if I could like play a Blastoise again before my back goes out, that'd be great. Just if anyone's <laughs> listening can uh, make that happen. Um, but like, yeah, like Blastoise's newer cards have been rough. I mean, literally the last like good Blastoise. I won't use the word playable, but the last good Blastoise was like the the black and white era one. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Like I think some people tried to make the the powerful Squall one work at one point, but like you were just outclassed by Quagsire during that same era. Yeah. Like it did pretty much the same things. Like, I, I, I think it's pretty gross that Blastoise, like as a, like uh, other than the EX itself, there wasn't a physical Blastoise in the XY block. Like it literally was the plasma sets as the reprint of the boundaries crossed one. And then team up was it's the next Blastoise card. Oh, like there was Blastoise EX and Mega Blastoise EX, but like, eh, 
was there. Um, but like it's so like Blastoise, I think, is a good one as far as like quantity or percentage, because like the Crystal Guardians one is good. The base set one is good and the Boundaries Cross one is good. And if you were to weight it, then that they're very good. But like beyond that, that's really it. Yeah, the Platinum one. Yeah. But you could get you could do four with the platinum one, but like it's it's pretty rough after that. Yeah, you could get four, maybe an argument for five. Swiss EX is definitely obviously oh, if we're like the fire leaf green one. Oh um, yeah, so you, you have EX EX Blastoise from base set. Um, uh, you said Crystal Guardians, uh, Unleashed, and Boundaries Crossed. Yeah. And like and like you could stretch it to six if you really wanted to include unbroken bonds. Yeah. So yeah, you're at six, and I don't know if six is gonna make a top five list. It might tickle top ten. Yeah. But and like like again, if it was a different scale or something you were weighting it, then I think Blastoise could be in the running, but where we've set the rules, like Blastoise yeah. sheer quantity of cards isn't gonna get there. I, I know it probably won't beat six, but the other one I was thinking in terms of uh quote unquote spicy picks was uh zoroark yeah i agree i think zoroark has actually had a lot of cards i think it's probably around five or six because you've got what the black and white uh copy one the brutal bash one from dark explorers zoroark gx uh you've got the new one which i am counting until further notice because i love it same mind mind jack and the break yeah are we counting? Yeah, breaks? Mindjack and the break. Yeah, I think I yep. think if we're counting level X's as different, then we would count the break as different. And I think both yep. Mindjack and the that one have proven itself. You also have the tag team that was played in a lot of dark based like dark. Yeah, it's boxes. still played and expanded to this day too. Yeah. So let's see. In terms of totals, new one. Um, I'm working backwards. You got the new one. You got the tag team. Uh, I think the GX was played once or twice. You got the <laughs> break, Mindjack, Brutal Bash, uh, foul play. Yeah. So that's seven, which is more than Blastoise, surprisingly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And Zoroark wasn't even created until 2011, so... Yeah. It, I mean, it's got some stinkers, too. Don't get me wrong, right? Like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's got some bad ones, but for more or less... it. I mean, the second ever one was the Fury Swipes Night Days from... That was, like, played in, like, the... It had its own deck, right? The Trainer Kit? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that because that was like one of the last cards I needed to like complete my emerging powers master set, and like I found it and I was like yay, and then I realized that it was the trainer kit one. I remember buying those because they had Tierno. It was where you got Tierno, and I was like, this is busted because it's literally a Celio's network reprint, and no one understands except for me because <laughs> uh, they they weren't around in two thousand five six years ago, uh, and I just I'm gonna make Tierno work, and so I own four Tierno to this day that I bought the decks for. Uh, very <laughs> wise purchase. It's uh, the equivalent of not going to the moon or whatever you kids say. GME <laughs> something I don't know. Your your voice smoked more cigarettes as you went on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So that I know you said you had a spicy pick for Gen Four. Badu. What? Badu. I have to look up all of these. two printings, and one of them was busted. And so I was like, on percentage, that's sick. <laughs> Which, Which one was, like, was good? 
I was about uh, to say, it's like, we haven't known a Badoo since it was like yeah, literally Stormfront, like, it, it, there was 2007 Diamond and Pearl base set, 2008 Stormfront, they haven't printed one since. The Diamond and Pearl base set one was sick because you could uh, mentor into it, retreat your active, attack for free to search your deck for a Holland Transceiver, and then they just go. Like, the card was busted at, like, Nats 2007. A lot of decks ran it as, like, a one-of setup Pokemon because it would ch let you chain Holland Mentor, which is, like, Pokemon Collector and, like, similar things. Uh, or Adventures Discovery for people who were born, like, after the for, decades yeah, that I was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but born like that card came out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, if you were born when Pokemon Collector got home, I'm so old. Uh, I, I had to, so I, that's the only reason I'm not deproxying 2011, is I don't want to find 60 Pokemon Collectors. They're all in my yeah. 2010 decks, but like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, but the Aaron running Budu was like legitimately like very good and not like in the way that like, oh, James thinks this card was good. Like it actually sees play like in the 2007 format after the Diamond, after Diamond of Pearl's release. So if you went percentage, your choice would be Badoo based off two of two. Or yeah. one of two. <laughs> yeah. Go Badoo. I was like, this is I was like, this is the I'm gonna get to mention Badoo on a podcast, my day's made. Like <laughs> You know what? Unironically, can we can we look at Roselia's real fast? Roselia is sick. Uh Rose Oh sorry not Roselia, uh, Rose or Raid. Rose or Raid, yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, Rosemary GL is my baby girl. That yeah, is. I was about to say is like you have GL. There were some people that made Unleashed work. Uh, La Perfume, obviously, but the rest of them. Yeah, didn't. yeah. Rosemary uh, is a uh, Rosemary gets it. So not there. Um, I'm gonna quickly like look at my list here and see if anything jumps out at me. Uh, I don't think there's enough to enough pidgets pidgeot to. Yeah. I was thinking, I thought that same thing, because I was like, I mean, obviously, one of the best cards of all time, but... Yeah. You can get, pro you could probably milk out, like, two or three, but not too many. Yeah, I think, uh... I mean, Crobat is kind of interesting, um, because Crobat has... Uh, Crobat has a, a playable card in a lot of eras, I should say. Um, between Crobat G, uh, between Dark Crobat, between uh, Delta Species Crobat, uh, Crobat EX saw a little bit of play, like not great play, but people did build Crobat EX decks back in 2005. You know what, you're um, actually not wrong here, because uh, is, is there an RSPK with Radar Jam? Yeah. So, yeah, Radar Jam EX, you said a few more old ones. Uh, Dark Crobat is huge, even in the yeah, end of this day. Su surprise Bite. Um, and then in terms of newer ones, you have the newer Surprise Bite. You have mm -hmm. V. You have the Prime that was played in a lot of Mew boxes. Yep. So that's six right there, if we want to try to, like, milk one more out. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, you could make a... I, I know people tried to build the Plasma one, but it's not great. Yeah, um, I mean, technically, th there was, I was not playing as much last year, but p somebody did well with Crobat VMAX, right? That happened. That wasn't a fever dream of mine. No, that was pretty like, fevery. What's your, what's your definition of the word well in that sentence? They won a tournament that had more than four people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that might have happened, Wait. yes. Sweet. Uh, I just remember on Twitter somebody got. Uh, I saw Crobat VMAX and I was like, I like that. 
at the last oh, like grip tournament not i think i forget if it was mew the one with mew or the one where shadow rider was dominant it really doesn't matter it was like a crobat v max moltres wheezing deck that did yeah. it top forward or something like that so i don't know if you want to if there was a cash tournament right with like actual stakes yeah. on the line yeah, uh, so Dark Crobat from Neo Destiny, but also Dark Crobat from EX Team Rocket returned saw play with Dark Ampharos until people figured out Tyranitar was better. But that there was a point in time where people were like, oh, Crobat Ampharos is the deck. Isn't there a, a Crobat, uh, like the original Neo one, not Dark Crobat, but isn't there a deck that revolves around that one? What? The one that flips four coins, 20 for each heads? Yeah, so, so that one is... The, the 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 neo dark crobat and that one is that like i play that to this day in that format like that's like my favorite deck in but, that format they're but those are two different ones i wasn't i always yeah, they, yeah they're, they're, there's that one and then there's the ex team rocker returns one so there's two oh, well, different dark crobats and then also did we get the hidden legends one on there no i'm talking i'm talking like og neo revelation crobat not not neo destiny no crobat crobat yeah crobat crobat and neo rev yeah that one's great Yes. Like that one's yes, played. So that too. one counts. Yeah. So Neo Rev Crobat, Hidden Legends Crobat, Delta Species Crobat. There's, uh, I think there's at least eight or nine Crobats. Yeah. Phantom Forces, uh, yep. Crobat V, two different Dark Crobats, Crobat EX, technically. That's a stretch. That's probably the stretchiest one. And then Crobat V Max, if you. And Crobat Prime. Yeah. And Crobat Prime. So what was that? Eight, nine, eight, nine. I think we're gonna say nine. Just nine to... sounds good. Get it on the list. Yeah, I, I just thought like I, I, re- I like Crobat is very good on percentage. I think too. Uh, for more or less, I would say so. Yeah, there's uh, well, yeah, it, it's hard with PKMN because like you know they have like what four different printings of Crobat. Yeah. V, right. So, um, actually five. Shh, there's five printings of Crobat V. Yeah. Thank goodness. Nice. Yeah, it's yes, like a dollar card. Yeah, one printing of Shaman EX. Explain that. There, um, there are two. Just one after it rotated, right? The the box. The well, the, yeah. Well, it was it was in format. Like they, they overlapped. Like yeah. So <laughs> someone bought that from the store the other day. By the way, someone bought our old sealed premium collection. Do I want to know how much that goes for? Nah. Okay. <laughs> it's a good amount, though. I believe so. that. We plussed. Um, someone in the chat, I think, uh, Jirachi. Yeah. 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 Jirachi needs to get talked about for sure. Um, so the first playable Jirachi is the, actually the Nintendo black star promo one that you play with, uh, uh, electro DX decks in 2006 and RSPK. Um, because you discard an energy attached to Jirachi and draw three. So in, in decks that you wouldn't want to use Magmar for dump and draw, you can use Jirachi. Um, but that one, the Hidden Legends one is huge. The Deoxys one is huge. What decks are... Is Jirachi better than dump and draw based off its first attack? Uh, so that would be... I'm trying to remember what we... We had mentioned it. Me and Jason were talking about it, and we were trying to figure out where you would want to use that that's not dump and draw. And I think it's... There was something that we figured out where you wanted the energy off of Jirachi. And I can't remember. Mm. Because, like, you would think, like, the, the first thing is, like, okay, why would you not just play Dump and Draw? And I'm trying to remember what the, like, obscure reason we came up with was. Like, get but, the second attack. Like, sure. I think that 
you may just also want it as more magmars. <laughs> just to start it more? Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing with those decks are if you don't start the Magmar, it feels bad. And that may have been the niche reason that we came up with. I can't remember because it was, like, a year ago we were talking about it. Okay, okay. I, I, I have RSPK built. I just don't dive into it as much as you do. So Yeah. That that makes sense. Um, I mean, yeah, then obviously Wishing Star Jirachi. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, like that's, the, that's niche, the, the Black Star one. But, like, Hidden Legends one is huge. Deoxys is huge. Um... The Unleashed Call of Legends one is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, the uh, people played the the Doom Desire one in Roaring Skies. I remember people playing decks around that. I know that they weren't great, but at the time, because it was Lysander and not Guzma, you could like get people sometimes. Uh, That's uh, a stretch, but I'm just going through the list. Uh, I mean, uh, you Jirachi EX, yeah, Jirachi EX, yeah, um, team up Jirachi, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. but Jirachi EX uh, from both the, the EX era one and Crystal Guardians one and the Plasma era one. Uh, Wish Upon a Star, Prism Star was played, right? Yeah. yeah. Time Juggle. I definitely count that. Jirachi GX also. Yep. Very playable. Um, uh, Stardust Jirachi was also... Yeah, yeah, we mentioned Stardust Oh, okay, Jirachi. I missed that one then. Yeah. Uh, which has one of the best full arts... Yeah, I don't know why I love that full art so much, but it's great. Jirachi's is a great Pokemon. So if you we're at eight, and like if you wanted to, are you could argue for nine somehow, some way. Um, I can't remember if I actually included your Blockstar promo, but if you want to include yeah, that, I mean that's obviously iffy, but or uh, uh, Dreamy Revolution, the 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 amazing rare, right? Like you could make an argument for that. It is playable yeah there's other cards that outclass it these days but like you know it's kind of the same i was gonna bring up the legends awakened one saw a little bit of play that one has a free uh a zero energy attack that says search your deck for any card and then put it on top of your deck mm-hmm. people did run that at like you would roseanne for an energy and that retreat into it and then like stack your deck with clay doll or whatever like it, it wasn't like in every deck or anything but people did play that yeah d2 or jirachi that's not I mean, it's a good card. Um, yeah. I I mean, it's in every... Anybody that makes any sort of unlimited cube deck should put a D2 or Jirachi in. Um, yeah. I think uh, if you want to talk about alternate formats, Shining Jirachi is good in, in a fair amount of alternate formats. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could probably, with all of the iffiness combined, make the argument <laughs> for one more to put it to nine. Yeah. So it's definitely like... that. It's a great... Pokemon that has a lot of playable cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, that I'm one... reading the Detour Jirachi right now. Why was this card not very good? Free retreat. If it's knocked out, I can search my deck for any card, put it into my hand, and as a zero energy attack that says if you have a supporter card in play, use the effect so you can double supporter with the same supporter. Why is this card not uh, broken? What am I missing? So the the one of the things you're missing is that supporters were not as good back then as they are now. You're not like getting a juniper or anything with that. You're like at best putting a card on top of your deck and then Bebe searching out a new Pokemon. Like or like supporters in general are just not strong during that era. So like while that effect isn't bad to get another supporter use, obviously like it's like because I I thought the same thing as I'm clicking through and I was like 
and that would be so sick now to like do that and just be like juniper uh, juniper again go like or money run twice in the same turn is hilarious Alisa sparkle elisa sparkle twice <laughs> yeah uh you also don't remember that like in terms of like uh cards not being played because they're outclassed by other cards eventually in a world's format this card called spirit tomb came out oh yeah and it's just like infinitely better like, because Jirachi, like James says, is going to search out another Pokemon, whereas Spiritune says, search your deck for a Pokemon and then put it on the field. Yeah. Like, so. most supporters back then were search cards rather than draw cards. So, like, at, while it's cool to, like, search your deck for another two basics with Roseanne or whatever, it's like, it also, because the games take so much longer, a lot of these setup Pokemon, if they don't generate a lot of value quickly, then they, like, take up a bench spot and you lose the game because of that a lot, too. Here's, here's, your, here's your way to put it, if you want to talk about just, like, purely Roseanne's. Which would you rather have, Kevin? Would you rather have... Uh, two basic Pokemon on the bench and two basic Pokemon in your hand, or two basic Pokemon on the or one basic Pokemon and one stage one Pokemon on the bench. Yeah, at the end of your turn, and that's not even counting Spiritomb's ability. Well, yeah, yeah, right. yeah which is right. which is just like ridiculously better. But yeah, you're right. Like even not counting the ability, yeah. it sounds like you would yeah. rather get the free evolution than two more basics in your hand because like the next turn you're gonna play probably another Rosans or a Bebe's or a Collector. And then evolve again. The, the other thing that Rising Rivals Jirachi had going against it was twofold. One, it had the power, and uh, so it's 60 HP, has a pokey power, and only activates if it's knocked out by damage from an attack. So you had Gengar from Stormfront that just snipes that for a free prize, doesn't trigger the ability as one of the top decks from for its entire legality. In addition to Skuntank G being a lot, very popular card mm -hmm. during those formats as well, so they would, like, they could maneuver a situation where your jirachi dies from poison in between turns also not triggering the ability the other the other big one in 2010 like you have luxray that's going to mm -hmm. hit you for 60 and then you're going to get flashed by the next turn right yeah so it, it perfect numbers okay i i, I can see board. it now yeah it's, yeah, a it's a valid question of why would this card not be playable because like you look at it and it has a lot of good things going for it i mean it'd be good in in, in probably 90 percent of the formats like in existence yeah right but the format that it was in it wasn't <laughs> so hey, there's a little, there i wonder that's an interesting topic for a podcast what cards if printed today just transplanted in in, in is the answer i guess that's we're gonna have, to have you two back again I would, I would, well, we're the most, we're the, the remember, we're number one pick, baby. <laughs> like, everyone wants us every week. Come on. We can talk. Chat, to is that something that interests you? Yeah, chat, <laughs> chat, go ahead and uh, get, give us a, a, a one in the chat if you want James and Alex every week. <laughs> we, we don't even have to talk. We can just stand here. <laughs> I'm just awkwardly in the call with, like, Kevin on the Stefan interview. And I'm just like there, silent the entire time. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, thanks for having me, y'all. <laughs> we'll just have like, we'll just have like our inst like like our our face reactions, right? Like, uh, oh yeah, or mm, I don't know about that comment. Like, oh, let's just send a cardboard cutouts of us to put in the background of Kevin's uh, display there. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like us on either side, and we're just like Jirachi Rising Rivals. Am I right? <laughs> that's that's how that's how the new voting system for like everything in, in this channel works. He's got two like faces on like uh popsicle sticks and it's like smiling alex if you want me to do this but frowning james if you want me to do this 
So the next Pokemon. On a scale of Alex to James, where are you today? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Do you... Yeah, do we start to go into the stuff like uh, Robin's in chat and mention like Rayquaza, for example? Rayquaza is a great one. We should look at Rayquaza. Let's count the rays. (laughs) Well, Uh, off the top of my head, Rayquaza from EX Rayquaza EX from EX Dragon, Uh, Rayquaza EX from Dragon Frontiers, Uh, Rayquaza EX from EX Deoxys. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, what about some S Rec, baby? Yeah. Why yeah. are there so many Rayquaza Delta species? Oh, because that format's sick. That's when they made cards that were cool. So they like. <laughs> so like a couple. Let me explain to you why the Delta species stuff is cool. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, like, but Delta, like Delta species is cool. So like, what's cooler than cool? Cool Pokemon that are Delta species. Well, also you've got to think. So Delta species was a mechanic. By, by the nature of the mechanic, it ended up just creating a lot of cool cards because. You took Pokemon and made them other types, but at the time, also, you have this entire block where that's the theme. However, there's only 380 Pokemon that existed during this time period, so you see, like, a lot of the same guys getting different treatments throughout that. Like, Mewtwo has multiple, Rayquaza has multiple, and it just ends up being really cool like that, where, like, some Pokemon have, like, during that format, have, like, two different colors, and, like, Rayquaza has a lightning, a water, and a fire one. Mm Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, playable cards, uh, Rayquaza, the Dragon's Exalted normal, the shiny Rayquaza got played, the one that did 40. Oh. Yeah, I remember trying to find one of those for... I played radios in one tournament. Yep. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've told this story before. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I, I was on San Jose Regionals. It was the only tournament I played uh, radios for. Uh, I started a Tynamo, my opponent started a Mewtwo, he attaches to DCE, donks me, and a guy from, like, three tables down just goes, like, wa- was not paying attention at all, just three tables down, I hear, you should play more than one Tynamo! <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it like that. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. That was, uh, I had similar stories because at the Kentucky State Championships 2012, uh, I was 0-4 and hadn't had a turn yet. Oh my god. Because uh, back then you could attack going first, wow. and I got donked four times in a row. I played Clink Clank Cobalion, and I kept getting my Clink donked by like Mewtwo stuff, right? But round four, I start Cobalion, and I'm like, I'm good. Like, everything's fine. I'm like, you're not donking my 180 HP Pokemon. Flips over, it's a, a like a Pokey Daddy goes, flips over Victini EX, he goes, Finally my time. Plays Skyla, grabs the V piece, and does 200 of my Cobalion EX. And I'm literally 0-4 and have not had a turn of Pokemon. And my friends are like, you're bad! Yeah. And I'm like, true? Like, I'm sorry? Like... That is, that's one of the best stories I've ever heard, my god. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, that's just life, I guess. And I'll never complain about, like, being donked. Like, JP just built black and white LTR block, and, like, I'm gonna get donked, like, starting Piplups, and I'm just not, I'm not gonna be able to complain. That is crazy. That is insane. Yeah, Yeah, it it was, that's the worst run of my life, uh, so far. Uh, but obviously you, you get at least get a turn now. You, so that's why when people are like, oh, I don't like it because I get Marty. And I'm like, did you have a turn? Because you could, <laughs> you could just yeah. drive an hour and a half to an event, play four rounds and have not played a card yet. That sounds <laughs> wow. fun. 
That is insane. That's that's you probably hold the record for least number of turns taken in an entire tournament. <laughs> I might. At that point, I might. Because like if your uh, other games were fast, that that has to be like a full nine rounds, and you played. I didn't play after that round. I was uh, that was the end of my. I was uh, I did I decided at that point I was not meant for me to play Pokemon that day. I'll go. Yeah, I'm I'm good. That's a good choice. Uh, so, Mr. Darth Bean says attacking going first sounds like a huge mistake. No. Uh, printing giant EXs that could hit a lot turn one was a huge mistake. Yeah, I, I also think just doing damage on the first turn is a mistake, but attacking on the first turn is great. There are um, a lot of alternative formats that say that if you go first, you don't do damage. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think that that's a really good fix. I think so too. I, I, if I were to, that's a whole bit separate thing, but real quick, uh, I think that the, the like fix is like both players actually get a full turn without having damage done to them. Like, because if you make it both, then both people just get one turn to set up. Like first player going first can do everything except to do damage to you. So they can play supporter, they can play out their guys. And like, obviously there's an advantage to whoever goes first, but I feel like there's an advantage to like in any card game, whoever goes first naturally, except for maybe Pokemon right now. But again, different discussion. I'm sorry. That's just like, my thing is like, if you literally just let them play supporter, I set up my board, you play supporter, you set up your board, can't get into me and then i go and then now we start the back and forth game it yeah. just gives both players a chance i i like that as a fix too that i i've always thought about it as just like the the first turn but like both turns make sense too yeah because then then you don't have to worry about things like welder and like somebody like getting the feel bads like just donked or whatever that way it feels really bad getting hit for 210 from a meloetta like it really does I think I, the, the fix to that is just Meloetta having three energy costs so that you can't do it without jumping through hoops on turn one, but then you can still copy it for two energy mid-game. That was, like, my, my like, card creator fix. If you want to talk about the, the biggest mistake of that entire deck is Genesect. Yeah. Like, uh, because, like, Mew's a cool card in general. Like, copy a Fusion Strike card. Like, that's awesome. Like, you can do, like, these cool toolbox-based decks, right? But the fact that they gave the draw engine a 210 attack is insane. I think Genesect would have been a really, really, really sick time to introduce. You can use a Fusion Strike thing system ability twice per turn. I think it would be a really cool, like, I know that that's never been done, and I know that that's weird to think about at first, but I'm sitting there, and I'm like, if you just let them do that twice per turn so they can't just go all in on turn one, but then still throughout the game have access to doing it a couple of times, I feel like maybe that's interesting. I don't know. It's something that I was thinking about because I was, like, trying to think of new ways to fix old problems. But... I kind of like that. Like, two per turn is still very powerful, but one per turn makes it unplayable, which is, like, that doesn't... Mm. Does it? Yeah, I think so. It, it actually put play the deck more, and you'll see. It's just like your turn ones are <laughs> bad. You watched me play it right before this podcast started. It was. I wasn't actually watching you play. That was, was a good choice. Yeah, Chad. no, I was talking with Chad. Yeah, <laughs> watching me play me was not a good idea. But yeah, one per turn actually makes it pretty unplayable, and this this format's too fast for that. Yeah, I, I just think that, like, I think there's, like, design space for, like, interesting things like that, and it's not, that, like, I, I I don't know, like, I just think that there's, like, ways to, like, do that, especially, if, like, we've already implemented markers and stuff, why don't we officially implement, like, ability markers for when you use abilities, and then, like, you can do things like that more easily and have it displayed so that it's not, like, have you used it once or twice, like... 
So uh, I, I have this idea. I want to see how it hits you since we're talking card creative and we're just way off topic at this point. Uh, let's just keep going that way. Uh, I, we'll get back I, to Rayquaza. Yeah, we'll come. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was really bored. As a teacher, I had nothing to do over the summer. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there just like, man, I wish I could talk in front of a group of people for eight hours a day. And I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting that. So I was really bored. And I, uh, like most people that are pretty addicted to cube was like, what if I just built and created 600 cards and made a custom cube format and like had cards that like existed in like the real thing, like put cool aspects of things. Like I remember like recreating Sir Viper, but I recreated it as a like Rosary, a Rosalia, so that it could evolve into a Rosarade. So like it was the fact that this cool Pokemon was a thing and then also fit this whole um uh mutant cube idea. Yeah. Right? Like, because that's the thing about mutant is it's sometimes confusing because they're like, oh, a sable, I just became a honcho. Whereas, like, if you just created your own things, that could be a just like a really busted pupitar becoming a larvitar. Yeah. Um. So one of the mechanics that I had like thought of for this was this thing called like prize counters, where you had Pokemon that wouldn't take prizes but would put numbers on your prize, and if they hit a certain threshold, you could take that prize. So it was that's a cool really un like uninteractive gameplay thing but it became a a timer based thing similar to how mill works because mill is like hey you got you got 10 turns or you're going to run out of cards whereas the prize counter thing was like hey you got 12 turns or i just get to take all my prizes because these prize counter things i think that's cool it's kind of like a it, it would be interesting if like you could mess with those numbers with your opponent like after they place it like if you did a certain amount of damage or something or took a certain number of knockouts mm. then they would lose access to them kind of like planeswalkers and magic like you could make it like a similar type of thing i don't know with like maybe something where it was say uh you know how like galade uh galade works where it flips them over so if it flips your opponents up you can't put price counters on flipped up cards. that'd be cool yeah so i was so curious how you how that would hit you yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that there's a lot of define space within the, the prize cards that doesn't get utilized where you just set them to the side. And I think that there's different ways to play with that, even if it's not like an evergreen mechanic that's a cool design space for like a Pokemon to utilize, if nothing else. I just wanted to see your knee-jerk reactions so that inevitably when the summer hits again and I reopen that PDF file on my keyboard, I can give James a call and be like, hey, man, like I got some really bad ideas. Yeah, I'm down. I love bad ideas in Pokemon. Cool. Those are my two favorite things. Uh, I once saw a... Uh, do you think it would be busted or balanced a stage one execute card? So that propagate execute, but it was on a stage one. Hmm. Wait, that sounds incredibly broken. So you can't start your egg to get dogged? Correct. Is it too broken? I mean... Because like the thing is, like people didn't play egg... Like if you if you weren't playing egg, you weren't like, oh, I don't want to start it. It was just like your deck didn't like fit well with Yeah, it. you didn't like discard enough cards to make it worth it yeah. or whatever. So if you made I, it a stage one, it alleviated all those problems, but does it become too good now that it's in everything? Is the stage one like basically vanilla other than that ability? Yeah. Like you're not like yeah. attacking with it for like anything good. It, it's got no good evolution. It's got like a three energy it. fifty or something. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Then yeah, that's that's. I think that that's. I, I I don't think that the concept of not being able to start with it makes it broken. I think that if it if it's broken, it's for the ability itself just being too strong, which is a 
a great discussion in and of itself too but i i think that uh i don't think that like uh, like my knee-jerk reaction at being a stage one is like ah executes back like not oh no now they can't start with it right okay that makes sense so it would be like you wouldn't want to see it reprinted on something like a uh a rayquaza speaking of rayquaza uh (laughs) i liked that i liked that i I, that's yeah (laughs) 10 points to gryffindor thanks buddy (laughs) um yeah there's, how, there's how many playable, playable Rayquazas? Yeah. The EX Dragon one, the EX Deoxys one, the Dragon Frontiers one, the Rayquaza Star, um, Rayquaza and Deoxys Legend. I was about to say, uh, we skipped over RDL last time. And like... Yeah, I think I think RDL definitely counts. I think uh, Rayquaza EX from Dragon's Exalted. Did you say uh, Legends Awakened? E... Speed game? Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I would count that. I I, I don't know... If I should, but I, I do like okay, like where where yeah. Kyle where yeah I mean where yeah. Kyle played that I think yeah. that yeah. <laughs> uh, I need to look at this card. What the Legends Speed of Wicked one? Yeah, it's Speed Game. It, I, it's definitely a cool card. Yeah, it may be an unnecessary card, but it's also definitely a playable card. Uh, we have found except for the cubes I built, it's actually somewhat balanced in cube. Okay. Because like it just gives you a it gives you a free prize once every three turns, so it's good, but it forces you to play uh, lightning and fire, which are famously bad in cube formats. I think this here here's where the hot take on Rayquaza comes in. Is everyone ready? Does the V and V Max count as playable? No. Is it just so much of a bust that they're not playable? No. Actually, what's interesting about God. it is there was a while where Tord was playing in Sylveon because it's a rapid strike card. Yeah, the one-one line to draw yeah, three, which I actually I, think was underexplored. Like, I think there's, that there's still room there, and I also don't think that we've se- like I don't think Ray's seen his time yet. Give him Manaphy, right. give him a chance. Like, exactly. I, 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 I think that the card itself is fine. I think that it has just unfortunately had a very, very poor time existing right now, and haven't we all? Uh, so I, I think cutting Rayquaza some slack is, uh, uh, I, I, I'll respect Ray, Ray VMAX until proven otherwise. On the scale of one to Rayquaza, how are you feeling today? Yeah, yeah, I mean, are you feeling like Rayquaza EX or Rayquaza VMAX? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna print out ten of those and put them in my classroom and be like, how do you feel today? And my kids are gonna be like, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Cook has lost it. (laughs) Um, so we we can count the V needs to count. Okay, if we're counting so V Max, uh, the Rayquaza GX is playable. Oh, crazy! Yeah, uh, Turbo Storm, Mega Ray one, uh, Mega uh, Ray. Oh, yeah, so um, t- Turbo Storm from Guardians Rising because it was played with. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, that was valid. Yep. Uh, uh, Bolt, yeah, EX, uh, Dragon Pulse, the the Dragon's Exalted one, the Dragon's Exalted six, RDL seven, uh, Speed Gain. Are we um, counting the ones? Is it fair to count Rayquaza V because it evolves into the V Max, and is it count to count Rayquaza EX because it evolves into the Mega one? I would say no, because you're never. If you're attacking with a Rayquaza V, you're just in such a bad spot, right? I don't know about sure, the EX because yeah. I never played Mega Ray. I didn't play back then. Yeah, it has a it has a decent attack. It's 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 you would damage. use it to set up some damage sometimes. It's ten plus fifty if they're an EX. So like it's sixty for one against an EX, which is like pretty good. That's one third of their HP. Um, 
And you also like there was also a debate to play that one because of the attack, or you know how many dragon ones did you play so you don't just instantly get bopped by Manetric. Yeah. So, like in terms of both of those, you could count it as like a half, and then if you count the new one as a half, that's like twelve. And if you sure. want to fudge numbers, like that's I think you could make an argument that all of those together should count as like one point. Sure. Yeah. Just so like that's twelve ones. Yeah, I mean, so it's uh, that ties what we were up with, right? Yeah. Like. Guardy. Yeah, request so so far. Uh where I don't hold up. I got beat by the bad mega ray at like some tournament once that made me real mad. Does that count? With Reshiram? Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> no, that does sure. not count. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just didn't know if that counted as a qualifier or if like me losing in the back room of like some like Ohio like twelve man league challenge or something mattered. What does the what does the wild it, do again? It mattered to me. So. Oh, it reduces damage. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I forgot what the the ancient trait did because it was never played. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a cool. I know people tried to get it to work, right? Like, yeah, the people people definitely tried to make it work, and that that like it wasn't good, but the shiny one we we took down. Would it would it be would it be played today? Uh, right. Maybe the the Delta one sees play in RSPK. Never saw play back then. The uh, the water one. Yeah, that S rec baby. Yeah, yeah. JP's got that built on project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except I think he's got he's got Japanese. Um, what's the what's the card that it, that's the only deck it's in? Oh, uh, the the, the the aura. What's his face's aura? The one that searches for a metal energy or the Pokemon? Yeah, or whatever. yeah. yeah. Such the yeah, J, I know what right? you're talking about. It's the it's the one from the Lucario movie deck. It's what is that guy's name? It starts with a J, right? Is that yeah. wrong? Uh, chat could help us. Uh, tall, it, tall guy. That, who, who, yeah, who's the purple guy in the Lucario movie? Because <laughs> that's who he's it got is. Like a, he's got like a, a a pimp hat. Yeah, I have no he's like idea literally what no other you are talking about right now. <laughs> there was a guy. There's a guy in the movie Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, and then his aura got a card that was only printed in a half deck celebrating the movie's release in Japan. Riley. That never... Riley, yep. And so we never got that card over here, but it's a playable card in the EX and RSPK format. So like it's it's it, there's a cup there's like two or three cards in that spot that's like really weird. One of them like changes the game entirely if it's legal. Um because I that card don't actually you look at your need to change the subject, but going off yeah. of Lucario. Oh dare you. You have the GX, you have Luke Metal, you have the double weakness one. Was Fight Alone ever actually played? The Diamond of Pearl one was big. That that card was great. Why can I uh, not find his card online? Is, is it Riley's Aura? Is it really? I think so. I think that's the name of it. But, like, I also think that we may be exposing the world to that card existing for the first time right now live on TV. Why can I not? I'm literally looking up, like, Riley Pokemon TCG. And it's just, like, it's not even, like, a Google image searches. Let me see. So, I'm going to... I, I'm looking up the Lucario... Because I know there was a Lucario in that deck, obviously, so I'm trying to find the 10th movie commemoration set? Maybe? No, it's going to be Aura's Lucario. It's the side deck. I'm getting to it. 
Is this card um, actually that niche that you literally can't Google it? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> it never got an English release. That's uh, does it is it in the is it a, is it might be in Jason's blog? He may have it in there. Oh, even Bulbapedia doesn't have. They have a lot on Riley, who I didn't know was character. Yeah, yeah, that's why I went. I went to Bulbapedia, and this card and... definitely exists. I don't think that's true. I, 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 I think I this mean... is an elaborate plot by both of you. <laughs> it's Aaron's aura. Aaron's aura. I have the link. Can I? Aaron's. Do I link this in chat? Do I do this to you guys? I'm doing. I'm doing it everywhere I can. Oh, there we go. Chat got it. Oh, body. I got, I got, I got banned. That's fine. You deserved it. Okay. That's fine. yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Why were we thinking Riley? Uh, I think because Aaron is Riley's Japanese name. It was Aaron over there, and then Riley here. I think. Oh well. Okay, so chat failed us. I just wanted a way to blame chat. That's all. Okay, that's fair. Cool. <laughs> so but wait, yeah, is Lucario? Was it only the recent ones that are good? Oh yeah, uh, sorry, we're back. Yeah, <laughs> forgot that that Kevin doesn't want us to go three hours. <laughs> so the original Diamond of Pearl Lucario was extremely good. Um, the Legends Awakened one was not. The Level X really wasn't either. Uh, uh, Furious Fists was played the EX. Yeah, the Furious Fist EX was. I love that card. Three attacks yeah. is cool. Yeah, I uh, love anything with three or four attacks. It's my favorite. I I liked it that that was like. It was. It's such a weird thing to consider that that was a good counter to Trevenant. Yeah, and like it blows your mind because you're like it's weak to psychic, and you're and you're fighting type. Like it resists you. Like, but it was a good counter. Yeah, crazy. I love that card. The uh, so Lucario GX was good. Um, mm -hmm. but like that, I think that Lucario GL was played like very uh, good. Luke Metal. It, yeah, Luke Metal is good. Uh, but Lucario GL turning weakness back to times two. There's a fun one. Yeah, I love, I love that. Oh Huge. God, let's let's Luxray uh, bop Kingdra with a Crobat G flashlight. Yeah. Literally, can you? Yeah, you really like can't even beat uh, uh, Gyarados with that. Yeah, one. yeah. Oh, Gyarados um, is just like the best deck in every form. True. Big fishy. Yeah, that is a take. We uh we unironically tested Gyarados V Max for a while. I no that Long, yeah, that card's yeah. Longer card than we should have, but Yeah, I mean that's fair. We've all done that. <laughs> Hundred and twenty and ripping energy off isn't the worst. No, no, that's it's definitely like it it's one of those cards where like if water got more support, like it's potentially like okay. <laughs> potentially decent. That that's all it needs. Well, because you can go to the memory capsule, so if they hit you, you can Oko them in return. Because the Gyarados yeah. V has outrage on steroids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were we were playing it as a like an energy denial deck, right? Because like there's a lot of things that like can't really deal with that, and like even today, right? Like if you can get rid of four fusion strike on Muse side, what do they do? Yeah, like that's why Celebration's evil toll. I'm just waiting. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. so valid. Like. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how that's how uh, like tanky Zamazenta beats Mew. Yeah, just ripped, and that's, it's exactly the same attack. Like one thirty discard a special. Like you're doing the same thing that like, oh my Cobal gosh, is, is Gyarados is Gyarados Vmax actually good? No, hold on, guys. No, yes. you're going too far down this rabbit hole, guys. Call someone. 
Gyarados. As we're, as we're looking at the Gyaradoses, or I'm looking at them, they're all... It's got the Charizard treatment, right? Where, like, everything has too much, and some of them just happen to have some mad geniuses figure it out. Where it's like, full retaliation? I don't think they thought it was actually going to be as viable as it turned out to be, right? Like, uh, the way the card's designed? It's oh, the uh, 30 for each damage I don't damage think they counter. meant it to be... Yeah. I don't think they meant that to be as good as it was. Um, I, but, like, Gyarados is interesting. It definitely has multiple playable cards. I mean, you've got the base that Gyarados was played. The Dark Gyarados was played from Team Rocket. Um, the... Star was played. Yeah, people did play the Star as a meme <laughs> God, I, have you ever seen the Star? I, I, you know what? Does everyone in chat know what Gyarados Star does? Because that's a fun one. The that's fire one type. of the coolest attacks ever printed. Yeah. yeah. Our, I don't know what it does. I own it. All out but... blast. All out blast, baby. Yeah. For four fire energies, all out blast, 50 plus. Discard cards from the top of your deck until you have one card left. <laughs> this attack does 50 damage plus 20 for each energy card you discarded in this way. It's broken. Yeah, and then you just Lysander's trump card everything back the next turn. Yeah, you, you literally just welder to get the energies on it. And then it's all <laughs> energies, baby. Beyond yeah. that, you just open the welder. You turn one Kiawe to the Magikarp. And then <laughs> no, there's no Magikarp. It's just that's Gyarados because it's oh, a basic. That's even better. Oh yeah, yeah you just start it every game. And right. You can only play one of in your deck, so like <laughs> format broken. GG's. Ah. <laughs> it honestly is one of like the coolest printings on a card. And, and if you want to, if we want to just go ahead and 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 beat the horse on like cards that would be decent in a different format, right? Like. We have stuff to put energies back decently. That thing pairs okay with Volcarona V. Yeah. <laughs> and you just need to attack with it once. Like, that's your late game swinger. You go Volcarona on, like, your penultimate turn, Garrido Star on your, and your final turn. That's, like, that's your last two prizes. You can throw an EXP like, share on it and you're good. Like it, it's well, it's insane because of the fact that like like early game you're doing damage with other things you gotta, somehow you take four prizes somehow, and then Volcarona V takes the prize on the the fifth prize. Gyarados takes the sixth prize. It's absolutely perfect. It's a match made in heaven. Volcarona Gyarados together forever. So so I have another uh, a Pokemon to discuss to to Ooh. transition into. Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, <Muck>. Okay. <laughs> Muck Muck is. You you don't think it until you start counting them up. But Fossil Muck, very extremely playable card. Mm -hmm. EX Legend Maker Muck saw play. Um, Secret Wonders Muck saw play. Uh, that's what it saw play in Gardevoir um, as a as a mirror. That's what Gino got top four at Worlds with that. Yeah, I've seen that card before. Yeah. Um, it all looks like him. <laughs> the uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh... Let's see, the Platinum one was not good, but the Undaunted one, we, you would play in Mew it's Prime in, decks. Yep, it's in Mew Box uh, decks. Um, then you have the... The Double what? Crisis one was in, like, certain meme decks. Yeah, and then, well, I'm, I was playing it last week and expanded. Like, the, the Team Aqua's Muck, like, literally because you use, you use it with Leafy on VMAX, but you can Sense. search out a Lolan Grimer with fog crystals so like i was able to like maneuver my deck with fog crystal like to this day like i like i was having so much fun with that deck last week 
Like, I'm not saying that's the deck to play in Expanded, but it's just like, I was sitting there and I was like, what's cool that I can do with Leafeon that's not just the Jellicent? Like, uh, but I, I, that's really cool. The team-up one, uh, that, it's not that one. Which one is it that you evolve into it and then you mill your opponent six? The, is it team-up? Yeah, it's I'm, it's I'm really counting good. That. You mill all the yeah. items out of their top six. Yeah, yeah, I'm counting that. Uh, Dark Muck, the original Team Rocket Dark Muck, is extremely playable um, uh, in a lot of the Neo one. formats. Oh, so that's the double one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sun and Moon base. Yeah, Muck, Power of Alchemy is really good. Team Rocket Returns Muck was played with Dark Air. Er- er, uh, Team Rocket Returns Dark Muck was played with Dark Ariados. People played that deck. Uh, it was like a budget deck that a lot of people played. A Lowland Muck from Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Alolan Muck G, the Muck Muck GX was used in uh, in Mewbox decks. It was a staple for the little bit where Eternatus, it just beat Eternatus, right? You go stamp, yeah. nasty goo mix for the full effect, and you win the game. Yep. Yeah. So that's seven. Yeah, like I am not saying, like I knew it wasn't going to like beat Guardy, but I was like, it's a Pokemon that people aren't going to think about that like definitely has like a lot of playable cards. I mean, right now it ties it with Zoroark for one. And Muck EX from EX Dragon was, it, like, that one original, like, then defined the 2005 format. I thought, did we, did you say that one already? Not Muck EX, no. I hadn't gotten down there yet. Oh, okay, so that's like, Muck, Muck GX, Team Up, Alolan Muck, uh, Alolan Muck from Sun and Moon is three. Uh, you can count Team Aqua's Muck or anything. Uh <laughs> Muck EX, uh, the, both Dark Mucks. The... Muck is really cool. Muck is a card where after the the base set, or sorry, the fossil one, it feels like mm-hmm. it should have got the vile plume treatment, and they yeah. just never kept it going. Yeah, but then but then secret wonders, legend maker, and fossil all playable. It, so. it seems like a card that could have had Garbodor's ability, right? Attach a tool. Yeah, yeah. right. Just oh. like keep that as Muck's thing, especially since like Alola Muck does the does the thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a shame that Garbodor had to be printed in such a bad deck. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so I, I would say, uh, well, actually, never mind. If if you did want to include Pukumuku as Muck, you still don't get a plus one. So no, <laughs> that's funny. It is in the name, technically. Yeah, because I saw I saw I someone put that in chat, and then I typed in Muck, and I was like, oh yeah, Pukumuku, right on. <laughs> like, that's a cool card, like. The the Sun and Moon base one is is just kind of a cool card. You get knocked out, put six damage on him, and then uh, you can no, put points of damage. Another Pokemon that's interesting is going to be Electrode. Ooh, Electrode oh, has a lot of playable cards. We're missing a really obvious one, by the way, that we haven't Uh-oh. talked about yet. Mew. I just remembered. Mew. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about Mew yet, and that's yes. that's got like at least ten. That's true. So Electrode from base set. Electrode from uh Super Dynamo played? The Hidden Legends one was played. So that's two. Uh the EX from Fired Leaf Green is three. Team Rocket Returns is four. Yep, the Secret <sighs> Wonders one got played as well. Holons makes six. Yep. Uh Energy Might makes seven. Uh Stormfront was played. The Radiance one. Wait, what? The the one from Stormfront. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, that one. There, sorry, sorry. there was like a Bronzong and Feroz Electro deck. I was looking at the other one, the one. With oh, like okay. Flash. I was like, what? Like, yeah. 
There was there's one that has an ability, and I'm not saying it's tier one, but it was played. Uh, uh, so what to seven? You have a uh, plasma freeze, which is eight. Yeah, the vivid voltage one is like has been seen play with the type of Coco V Max, and now flying Pikachu decks are coming yeah. out. So uh, uh, both the did we get GX and EDX both? We got the EX. Is the GX in expanded for like, sure? Yeah, in stand, it's like. It never okay. saw play, but it did kind of. But in expanded right now, yes, it is a tier two ish deck. Okay, so you yeah. got it. That that puts a electrode up to Holland's electrode. We got, we got that. Okay. Do we yeah, have we uh, do we have dark electrode as well from T Mark Returns? Okay. Yep. Um, I have that one. Okay. Can electrode get a bonus point for being included in some of the coolest deck names? Just like having an electrode yeah. in your deck makes it cool. Yeah, Trode is just a really great like thing to add on to things. We got the Plasma Freeze one too, right? The one yeah. that was playing Blastoise, okay. Well, it was also played... I played it in uh, when um, uh, Executor played it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, puts it to 10. Uh, cool deck names, Cake and Lake are both Electrode-based yeah. decks. And Cake is one of the coolest names for a deck. Like, But Cake Trode. No, just yeah. Cake. No, Cake Trode, though. <laughs> Now we're talking. <laughs> For those of us listening, Alex is not pleased with my suggestion. <laughs> Pump the brakes out, kid. Um, yeah, electrode Prime. Electrode Prime. Yeah, we got a Prime. Okay. Prime. Okay. Yeah, we got cake. Cake, Coke. Okay, cake, cool. Whatever you call it, yeah. Um, Mew. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Mew, <laughs> inevitable. When we type in Mew, we're going to get Mew 2, but... Mew actually has an insane amount. All right, so base or not base set. The original Watsy promo Mew. How are you uh, sorting on PokemonCards.com when you look this up? By the way, uh, I just type in Mew and then TCG, and then Bulbapedia has a page that lists the Pokemon in every oh, set okay, it was in. Okay, yeah, got it, got it. You're doing that way. Cool. Yeah. Um. The Lilypad Mew was played Wait, in Watsy formats. Mew? You mean the. The the, the, the original the promo yeah okay but yeah the, yeah the Psywave one yeah yeah the the Japanese fossil anti super absorption uh, one or cyburn one. yep yep I, I only then, know uh, a few Wizards of the Coast things and that's one of the ones I know <laughs> yeah yeah the, the psychic and a plus power gets it uh but then so li that one Lilypad Mew um you have see this is what somebody was uh, the the fire pop Mew very good. Uh, the Delta Species one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 one that does pretty much the same thing that the star does. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of that, the star. Uh, star. Uh, then you have Mew Prime for five. Uh, Mew EX, Legend Maker. Yeah, Mew EX, Legend Maker. You have... People played the Shining Mew from Shining Legends... The accelerate energy one. Yeah, the accelerate energy one. I don't sure. that that one we can not count or not count. Yeah. The Holland Phantoms Mew did see play. Um, it doesn't see as much play in those formats now, but back then it was popular to look at your opponent's hand and also Devo. They're active. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Mew EX from uh, Exalted. Yep. Uh, Mew Mew. Mew and Mew. then Fates Collide. See the yeah. Uh. Fates Collide. Mew. Yeah, played Fates Collide. Uh, for Retreat, copy any oh. basics. Oh, yeah, I played three of those in my Worlds deck. Yeah, yeah, that one still sees play to this day. Yep. Bench uh, Barrier? 
Did we say that yeah, one? Yeah, Bench Bearer Mew. We need, actually, I needed that one on the list. Uh, we had Mew Mew. Um, the new, obviously, VMAX. Yeah. Uh, Mysterious Tale, would you, like, I think at some point in its life, it might see a decent amount of play, depending on the format. Can we also, this is one where I'd argue for Mew V, because Psychic Leap is part of the reason that deck is so broken. I think that's fair, where you're actually, like, actively using that attack multiple times per game, whether you're attacking with Mew V or not. Mm-hmm. I think that it would be fair to give Mew a secondary point for that. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I lost track, so one, two, three, four. Gosh, this five, is just, six, like, six. as I scroll through this as Alex is counting, I recognize so many of these Mews from yeah. so many different formats. <laughs> I thought Mewtwo was going to take it over, but I'm looking over the Mewtwo's to look at the Mew cards. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I honestly think that Mewtwo definitely has a lot of Mewtwo got has been printed a lot more because that's something that I was where where like I work at a card I run a card store, so like people will ask for like Mewtwo's or whatever, and then people will ask for Mews, and until recently or until Darkness Ablaze, there wasn't like a Mew printed anywhere recently. Like, there wasn't, like, a Mew GX, and that's crazy, other than Mew Mew itself. Like, there wasn't, like, there's so many different Mewtwo GX from that era, right? And then, especially, like, Mewtwo EXs from, like, the breakpoint, where there's literally, like, nine Mewtwo EXs, but that Mew did not get that same treatment. But, like, Mew on percentage is higher than Mewtwo, because there's a lot of stinker Mewtwos over the years, and Mew, like, hits pretty consistently. Mew, Mew, uh, according to what, all that we've said and everything, Mew is uh, currently takes the number one spot at 15. Nice. Ooh, that's... Yeah. Oh, I didn't include the VMAT. I didn't include the basic V, even though we just talked about 16. All right. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Mew's the champ. Yeah, I don't think anything I, beats that. No, I mean, we were hard-pressed to, to get tied with Gardevoir with Rayquaza, right? Yeah. And Mew also benefits... It doesn't benefit much, actually, surprisingly, from being a base set Pokemon. Because, like, if you think about... Yeah, it didn't have that many printings. The It only has three total Watsy printings. So, and, like, even once you... I think its second printing was even when Gen 2 was out, right? Yeah, did did we count actual Celebrations Mew? I know it hasn't extremely proven itself, but I have definitely seen people playing it. Yeah, the, the I Mysterious think Tale. I, you can. I think yeah. I put it on there purely because... It is a card that like will be good at some point. Okay, right? yeah, I, I I was wondering if that was the one that you were talking about. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's one of those it's one of those things that's like it's very clearly it, a yeah. good card. Yeah. yeah, very clearly a good card, and uh, it is seeing fringe play. Yeah, especially like you can just see once the Inteleon engine is gone, it becomes it skyrockets in terms of value unless yeah. they print other stuff that's just way better. Dude, what if, they re- what if they just, like, reprint uh, Shady Dealings? I- I'd actually be happy with that. I really like no, it. I would. I hate, I hate what it does with the format of, like, well, I just play my VMAX with a 16-card package, but I enjoy using the ability. I love tutoring. And tutoring is the way I like to play the game. Any deck with, with Inteleon loses to Jolteon. I want to make that abundantly <laughs> clear as many times as I can. I also, uh, while we're talking about Inteleon and Jolteon, uh, I, just because Bench Barrier is coming out doesn't mean Jolteon or Urshifu or any of that stuff is dead. I know there's a lot of people that are, like, that's the, the consensus between a lot of people within the community, and I, I really want to just get every t- chance that I can talk about it. Guys, that does not mean that that is not going to be good. Like, I promise you, Jolteon wins multiple tournaments after the release of Manaphy. Like, the, the, that, 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 the card's going nowhere. Thank you, Bo. It does... 
it does help our our single prize our single prize friends a little bit though. yeah no see that's the thing it gives them a chance but doesn't like make it to where jolteon's not good anymore like because if you're just running a one of mana fee like that gets dealt with and then jolteon gets back to to doing whatever it wants and that's it, what if, if you uh, run it, right like single prize yeah. decks probably always run it but how many other decks are like mm, i'm not seeing jolteon anymore see ya Single prize decks are also consistently more bench hungry than other decks. So, like the the other flip side of that coin is, can you actually afford? Does your single prize inconsistent usually deck actually continue to set up if you lose a bench space permanently? Like, I don't know, or set up as consistently. Like, I, I think that it, it's going to be very interesting. But no, like Urshifu and Jolteon has not; they're not going anywhere just because there's now counterplay to them that exists. Cinder, Cinderace uh, has bench space available, so we're fine. That's true. <laughs> we're good. We're okay. And you can we'll bench it out here. We'll figure it out here at Team Malamar. We'll figure it out one way or the other. <laughs> well, Malamar always, like, used to also play just, like, Oricorio and stuff, so, like... Yeah. It's, and and it, it played Mew back when, yeah. like, that was a thing, so, like... Exactly, yeah. We'll, so we'll figure it out. Yeah. Let's cut room. So, like, legit question, because I've run out of Pokemon I can think of that deserve mentioning like we have mew bioplume I, uh, that's news to me it's not surprising news but it is news guardy was another one you had up there rayquaza was up there i thought mewtwo was going to have more honestly but like what else is contesting um, with like the mucks of the world there's some that like we could like gen ones that like i know have a, a good portion but i don't think it would compete for number one stuff like um dodrio uh, has a fair amount of like things like we i know we mentioned gyarados uh ditto you know probably has like a decent amount uh, yeah stuff like zapdos oh dragonite dragonite hasn't had a playable it, it, one in a while well actually no that's not true the dragonite's rough i think because dragonite was such a boss until they decided that he wasn't as easily marketable as the newer pokemon it um, has between pull-up and the v it has a couple viable new prints. Because, like, Dragonite definitely has multiple cards. I think that the Dragonite's probably in the muck territory, so I think that it's fair to, to talk about. Because, like, you have Dragonite EX for Evolutions that was played. You have Dragonite uh, GX that saw play in the Mew decks. Um, you Dragonite have... Dragonite V is being Dragonite played. Dragonite V in... is definitely relevant and going to be... Dragonite FB was obviously relevant in the SP mirrors. You have Dragonite EX Dragon Frontiers, which was good. Uh, you have Dark Dragonite, which defines a format, so it's six. You have uh, fast, fast call Dragonite. What like from Team Up actually was played? The one that searches your deck for a supporter. Yeah, use the Lance yeah. Prism to get yep. it out of yep. control. That's um, actually you good. also, I the the Expedition one is playable. Um, giving all your active Pokemon free retreat. You play it in the Gengar. Dra There's a Gengar Dragonite deck in that format that sees play. Um, uh, Deafen Dragonite from Plasma Freeze was played. Yep, before Toad came out. Yep. Like there was, it was a, it was a deck, and then I mean, then Toad. That's like, power creep. A three energy attacking stage two item lock into a one energy attacking stage or basic. Not uh, welcome not to my less, life. <laughs> less than a year later, by the way, because that was plasma freeze into furious fists. So yeah, pretty pretty about a year afterwards. Let's yeah. just print shady dealings and Teleon as a basic. As, Go <gasps> as a as a ninety HP. Scoop up netable basic. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. That's the engine I want.
Level ball and oh, and then give it three retreat and heavy ball back too. So <laughs> level ball, heavy ball, quick ball, ultra ball for it. Ugh. How many dragon eggs make are it, there? Make, <laughs> make it have the option. Make it have the option of being a basic aura stage one, so we can sprinkle in Evo incense too. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we're at nine right now. Okay. <laughs> that's a that's more than muck, right? I forgot how much yeah, I guess so. that. Did you get? You got Delta Charge and Dark Dragonite in there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's nine. Did we get Bust in Dragonite? I that was gonna no. probably say that with the same tone uh, <laughs> within thirty seconds. So, uh, <laughs> uh I it's a cool card. Um, I think I tried it for a while with like, um. Uh, Rainbow Road was like in its infancy. All right, here's here's one out of left field. I'm not I'm not. This is not getting to Mew levels or anything, but like Absol is super interesting. Mm. Uh, not one that you would think about having multiple playable cards. Uh, but like, uh, let's if we go through those, you have Secret Wonders. Absol was extremely powerful, and if you read it, you like to this day, like that effect would be extremely powerful. The Baleful Wind attack, um. Very, very strong. You have Absol EX, which is extremely one of the, one of, in my opinion, the best designed cards of all time. Uh, and it got reprinted and played. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, in the uh, Adino deck. Um, but you have that one. You have the one from Team Up that increased retreat costs that was mm -hmm. extremely popular. Um, Plasma, Absol. Yep. Yep, and then you have uh, Absol level X was actually really cool in the uh, uh, Mew Prime. I've played that in Mew Prime before. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay, that makes, okay, yeah, sorry, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so, like, I think that's, like, a five or six, but, like, we, it's not a Pokemon where you would be like, oh, of course Absol has over five playable cards in the history of the game. you get Absol Prime? On that list? I did not. No, that's actually what I meant. Not level X, yeah. The oh, Absol okay. Prime. That's why I was, I was like, Absol Yeah, my X? bad. Like, my like, bad, yeah. Yeah, definitely sure. Absol Prime. The Absol Prime is sick. Yeah. Um, so that puts, the, it up to, that puts it up to six. Yeah, that, which I, I, I thought that was worth mentioning like before it ends, because I was just like, that's a Pokemon that like not a lot of people think about. And I tried my hardest to make Doom News good. So. Yeah. Didn't we all? Yeah, I remember one of those effects were, like, for a while. That was one yeah. of his like expanded things. Like, oh, you just Doom News Future Sight handlock them with Black Market stuck, and it's like this this isn't going to work. Well, but he kept the meaningless. I think I think Future Sight is criminally underrated. Like it was yeah. on. It's honestly one of the most like busted attacks ever, and it was never played. Like that it is insane. Four cards to rearrange. Yeah. Oh, eat your heart out, Chip Chip. Yeah. And it's back in any order, which was also like, yeah. in theory, this is what they weren't didn't exist in the same format, but they didn't expand it, which is why I know this. You just put the good card on top, trick shovel it, then the bad card, and yeah, that was actually. It seems like oh, you, you have second, you have second, right? So you go, you go the trick shovel one here. So the top deck bad, trick shovel good, and then rearrange the next. Oh one. yeah, because you're attacking. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think another uh, Pokemon. I, I've. 
I'm very into Gen 3, so I'm going to start naming a bunch of Gen 3 Pokemon that, like, haven't gotten as much love over the last 10 years, but definitely have a lot of playable cards. Flygon is a, is a Pokemon that doesn't get mentioned a whole lot, that has a lot of playable cards, um, but it hasn't within, like, the last 10 years. Um, Flygon like, GX that was one, an interesting one, though. With the Vibrava that couldn't be gusted, that was moderately meta. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean... Like people tried to make that work. Um it's still off and the then, like, off. <laughs> e- Flygon EX, the one from the the XY era people would play because it would give you like it would force them to switch sometimes. Uh and you could just put a float stone on it. So like when your guy like died, you could like send that up. People played that. But more playable than that, you have like the dra- the Flygon EX from Dragon Frontiers, which was ext- extremely meta. You have the Legend of Maker one, which was in the meta. You have the level X, you have the Rising Rivals one that like topped worlds, uh multiple worlds maybe, t- but definitely 2009. Uh you have the uh, Flygon Delta from EX Holland Phantoms. You have even in like early 2003, 2004 format, Flygon from Dragon was played uh, with its energy shower attack um, because you'd be able to just like with Magneton and Delcaddy get a bunch of energy and then like dump those onto the board. And while that like that saw play, so like there's definitely like a, again like one of those Pokemon that like falls in at least the like six to seven ish playable ones um, that like you wouldn't think off the top of your head, oh, Flygon, of course, because uh, there hasn't, like, been a good one for a while. Uh, I noticed in chat someone said Gengar a little bit earlier. Yeah, Gengar definitely... I counted nine on my first run-through there. When... Are you counting the VMAX in that one? Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I'm just making sure, because right, so I don't fossil... think everyone would. I actually, kind of, Gengar... I actually counted Gengar as just V and not VMAX, so I should go to ten on that. Maybe eleven. Yeah, they're both playable. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean so Gengar from Fossil, Gengar from uh <laughs> Gengar from Expedition is the is that Gengar Dragonite deck in Saw Play in E card. Um you have Gengar from Legend Maker that Saw Play, you have Gengar from Alright. To derail everything. I had the sickest deck of all time. That's 2007. You have Gengar from Diamond and Pearl, and you play it with Mischievous from Legend Maker and Houndoom from Unseen Forces. Here's the deal. Gengar from Diamond and Pearl has uh, Psychic, Psychic, Colorless. Put four damage counters in, on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like, then switch Gengar with a, a Pokemon on your bench. Mischievous from Legend Maker said that you could pick up an energy and put your opponent to sleep, and its uh, Pokebody said that they had to flip twice to wake up from sleep. So you would put them to sleep, they would get stuck most of the time, then you would be able to retreat that using Phoebe Stadium, which reduces the cost, uh, retreat cost of all your psychic Pokemon. Send that back to the bench. Gengar, spread damage onto their bench. He goes back, send up Mischievous. They still have to flip twice for sleep. You have Houndoom in play blocking switch and warp point so that they can't like get out of it with like items. And then uh, it was like the sickest thing ever. Definitely unplayable, but <laughs> I wanted to mention like- it. Yeah, definitely like. So it was hilarious because I was like, all right, broke the format. This deck's sick. Every time I've ever said that in my life, I went 5-4. Every time. What, what I, happens if they just put two Pokemon out? 
Well, so with that, it's fine because you can just set it up to where they, like, you, if they only put, like, the one Pokemon out, then they've got, like, it's still stuck in the active, so... Oh, no, like, two. Two Pokemon. Th- then they then they get around the Houndoom, but they've still got to then, like, own, like in that format, they're so little, they can, like, work off of that and, like, actually do mm-hmm. consistent damage other than, like, Infernape, and if you can just run them out of DREs, they can't, like, Delcat at you at that point. So it's, like, it they definitely had flaws... The most glaring of them being that this is right after Diamond and Pearl came out. I play against Torterra. This guy played a Torterra deck. It had 140 HP, and he played four Mr. Brinies. And I was like, please pair me with anyone else in this room. Just <laughs> anyone else, please. Didn't happen. Definitely four, got paired against them. No one has ever said the term four Mr. Brinies ever. He was like, I I used them to pick up my Torterra, and I was like, I bet you do. (laughs) No, literally no one has ever said that, those exact words. Why wasn't that card more played? So, Mr. Yeah, choose one of your Pokemon in play, excluding EX, return that, and all cards attached to your hand. It's literally Acerola and AZ put together in a supporter. That seems broken. (laughs) It's super stupid. It was very good, but also... No. Yeah, like it, it, the the card is very good and sees play to this day in those formats, but you don't like you wouldn't see like four of it, right? Like a deck that would use that would use one, sometimes two, or they would have one with a single versus seeker to like get it back. Um, but like where it's just not like you're not able where attacks cost so much during this format, you're not often able to like pick up a guy and then have a replacement attacker because a lot of the time you need like at least two to three attachments for Pokemon to attack in the format. And it also can't pick up like the EXs or whatever. So then you're still only playing with like the normal stage twos, which things like I, I love my Nido Queen, uh, but like decks like that were very good with it, but it was not like. And, and the other thing is, like, during that time, you would see a lot of spread damage, so it wasn't as much like a concentrated front attack that you'll see often days now. It would be, like, a lot of spread damage, and you'd be like, I can pick up one of these with Briny, but then, like, the rest of my bench now has three counters still, and they all have 70 HP, so where am I really going? And then you gotta evolve back up, too. Yeah. Because, like, that's the other thing you gotta remember, is that there there are a lot of stage twos in the format, so, like, it's, you know, even with the energy problem being a thing, like looping attackers is also hard. Yeah. So, but, but is not, hard. To, to get back from derailing uh, the <laughs> the with the Diamond of Pro Gengar, we won't count that one. But then you've got the Stormfront one, which is extremely powerful. You have the Arceus one that saw play. Uh, both of them, right? Uh, I don't know if the sharpshooting what the. Oh, well, maybe not was level uh, down. Yeah, definitely the the good one but then and then the level x um so and up, then gengar prime with six prime makes seven or eight yeah i i think the problem is like he he that's when gengar hit his i only have unplayable well, cards every six years gengar phase. makes seven ex makes eight because it was played in trev yeah uh you could argue sinister fog I suppose people people are now playing the Mega Gengar as a Mew Mew target in expanded. The, uh, yeah, okay, so that would make the 10. Phantom Gate. Yeah, Gengar Mimikyu makes eleven. Yeah, uh, the V makes twelve, and the V Max makes thirteen. So Gengar's up there. Gengar's trying. That's pretty good. Good for Gengar. Uh, which would put it in second. If it if we truly want to put it at thirteen, that's second place. Can we very yeah. quickly get sad and mention how many of these cards were stage twos and then became basics when they became playable? 
I don't think that's a very quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, it, I, it makes me too sad to make it quick. That's fair. You could you could have just rephrase that as say like how many playable stage twos were there from black and white on? You could have just asked that question. I, I played a lot of Pokemon in the last week, and I probably evolved less times than my year of how many years I've been on the planet. So you got got a Vmax though. That's yeah, I oh, do. No, I'm very, I'm very. Th- I have been playing a lot of Blissey. Blissey's sick. <laughs> uh, shout out to shout I out did, to Blissey in the chat. Yeah, I did uh, see you. Did, you you cleaned house at a tournament the other day with it. Yeah, yeah. Go Blissey. <laughs> yeah, decks unplayable. Um, <laughs> that. Yeah, just run hot. Well, the whole thing that was before, like it, the meta shifted slightly during like the middle of the week to where Tool Jammer has become a lot more popular than Mew, and like that, it was the nail in the coffin. Because like I already had like this shaky plan that like sometimes worked against Mew, and like I had to get lucky. And then now they're just like Tool Jammer. I definitely KO you with Meloetta on turn one, and I'm like, okay, whether I get cape or not. So, Blissey, uh Oh sevens in the chat for Blissey. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of Blissey, that probably has about six or seven. Blissey has a lot of playable cards. If we, yeah, if we want to, are we nice and do we count base at Chansey in that? I don't the, think pre, we can. before Blissey existed. Does does it start with a B? I don't think so. So Blissey Blissey V counts. It has won a tournament. Uh, I was there. It <laughs> happened. It's also uh, a viable expanded deck. Ex- that is true. It is like a legitimate expanded deck. Uh, Blissey EX is a very good card that was played, too. Um, you have the Lost Thunder Blissey played. Um, people played Wait. that deck, like, Wait. legitimately. What? Yeah. Oh, you know, this deck was stop. sick. Yeah, uh, uh, Drew Bennett Kennett played that yeah. crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I count that. Um, then you have the... It, it day two to NAIC account. The Prime. And you the have... Nurse Call, the, the Platinum one. Yep. Uh, you have... The original one was played... The first and then, world? yeah, and then also the e card one, the Aquapolis one, so was seven. played. Yeah. Ooh, uh, you dark dark Expl- the dark explorers one was played in like early Groudon EX decks, not not the Groudon EX, but like the one from Dark Explorers. Mysterious Treasures was also like a top deck for like the entire year, and also got second at Worlds. So like that's like actually a deck. That's um, nine. Yeah, and and also that's also like. We named almost every Blissey. Like that, so like that's one of those that like on percentage is very good too. Oh, is it beat Badoo? I was about to say, yeah. Uh well it beats the fifty percent that Badoo is, yes. Yeah, fifty percent's actually pretty high though, like <laughs> it's true. So that's that's nine out of let's see how many not playable ones. One, two, three, four, five not playable. Yeah. So it's nine and five, which is pretty dang good in terms of that stinkers passes the class yeah that that's enough to top some regionals that and that puts it that puts it on par like nine ties it with stuff like dragonite jirachi crobat and vile plume which all had yeah nine. and you wouldn't you wouldn't put blissey in your mind off the top of your head in that category like so yeah you really wouldn't no but i mean i had to ask if Brunner. we count chancy that's how little i thought oh. blissey was gonna do anything yeah. <laughs> Danny Brunner says unplayable Charizards. How many, if we wanted to flip it? Oh, oh that's actually to... a great question. How many, what's the most stinker Pokemon? It's got to be been Zard, print... right? Pikachu? It's, Are we... It would be Pikachu. It would be Pikachu. Because there are so sure. many unevolvable Pikachus that should count as their own thing, right? Even then, most of the evolvable Pikachus evolve into unplayable Raichus. Like, there's only like three good Raichus. 
it would be Pikachu, Charizard, and Unknown because of the sheer numbers we had. I think it flips on the other end of the coin, where it's like, sure, there's 10 playable unknowns, as we discussed, but there are 80 unplayable ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is a good I point. think that, that question is actually kind of easy. Unknown to... literally has more unplayables than Charizard has cards. That's true. So, yeah. actually, it's, it's Pikachu or Unknown just on sheer numbers, it sounds like. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering what the what the next reasonable one would be. It would probably be some base set card. And granted, if we're we're keeping this in the same vein of most evolved, because like it's really easy to pick some like Machop or something like that, right? Like where yeah. it's oh yeah, like there's tons and tons of unplayable Machops. That's why I think Unknown would take it over Pikachu, right? Because if you say there's enough viable Raichus, yeah. And there has to be, I don't know, I'm, maybe because I'm thinking lately there were enough Nuzzle Raichu is technically viable, Evo Shock is obviously very good, and that's literally all I know, because I only know Circle the past Circuit? four years. Circle Circuit? Circle oh yeah, Circuit. that was really good. Or good enough, I guess. No, that was that's, really good for a while. It was one of the best Raichus ever printed. Yeah. And tw- well, because yeah. I played 2017 NAIC format not that long ago, and it was like a rogue-ish playable deck then. But before that, it was. Before when it first GX came was. out, like... Yeah, it, it it smacked Evil Tall in the mouth. Oh, Choo Choo GX. And then it was Yeah, good. so so chat chat did just mention Rai Rai GX or Choo Choo, all of it. Uh I, I think that there's like there's probably more Raichus than I was giving credit for. I forgot that that counts. Uh something I did want to mention though, Alakazam is an interesting one to talk about because he's gotten so like like he can't like get printed, right? Or mm-hmm. but like soon. Not, yeah, that's that, true. That, yeah, he can't now because Kadabra the the whole but, like, even as is, like, Alakazam EX from Fates Collide, like, tried to exist. That's cool, right? Uh, but, like, I, as, like base set Alakazam is great. Uh, the Mysterious Treasures one saw play. Dark Alakazam sees play. Sabrina's Alakazam saw play. Alakazam Star is good. Um, I, uh, I was gonna play Alakazam for, like, a, a Battle Road. Not a Battle Roads, but, like, a... Si- whatever they're called. I, I, I don't know if it's still Battle Roads at the time. A challenge, that's what they're called. Yeah. Uh, and there was tons of tons of night march around, and I was just like, "Screw it, I'm gonna play Alakazam and see what can happen." Um, but I forgot my Alakazam uh, Spirit Links at home, so I think I dropped money on like an entire box of Fates Collide trying <laughs> to pull Spirit Links. That's the responsible <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I-, I think one of the most unfair things to ever happen is Alakazam Four Level X uh, getting printed with Damage Swap for your SP Pokemon, but then immediately Garchomp getting printed to just heal all of them. And I really felt like that was super, super disrespectful of Garchomp, uh, where, like, Alakazam's like, no, no, this is really cool, you have to sit there and you can, like, manipulate your damage and then, like, pokey turn, and then Garchomp's like, or you can just evolve into me and just wipe it all away for free. Uh, going, going back to the cards that would be would be good in any other format if it was legal, the, the Mysterious Trezzler's Alakazam. Yep. Like, there are so many formats where that would be insanely busted. Yep. Insanely good. And like in it, in that format wasn't played. Yeah. So it, it that that's it that is very interesting. Uh I I I like it's it's one of those where like it's such a cost especially for but it's one of the coolest effects they've ever made on a card. And I really, I think that that card might have seen play even in that format if you did have a Kadabra. I honestly think that that may have kept it from seeing play. 
Oh, no, there's... 100%. Because you would, you would just shut off Claydolls left and right. Wait, this yeah. card is sick. Wait, I'm going to read it. Yeah, this is one of the coolest cards card. of all time. Once during your opponent's turn, when your opponent's Pokemon uses any oh, Poke Power. Stop, stop right there for one second. Once the during gravity, your opponent's, opponent's turn. turn. Yes. The gravity of that sentence alone is huge. Yes. Uh, you may discard two cards from your hand and prevent all effects of that Poke Power. Yeah. It's literally so sick, but it had only you could only evolve into it by either rare candying or using the attack of an Abra for Psychic and Colorless to evolve into it out of your deck or whatever. Because there was no Cadaver in the set. They printed Abra and they printed Alakazam and they said, good luck. And it literally still says, obviously, evolves from Cadaver and there just wasn't one legal in the format. Like, there hadn't been one printed in seven years at that point, actually. Right. Imagine, imagine if that was in like current day standard and your opponent flipped tails on Cramomatic and was like, I'm going to do the thing where I'm just going to draw through my deck anyway. And you just said, no. Yeah. I'll discard two cards uh, to cancel your Genesect. Would you like to try again with your other Genesect? And they're <laughs> like, sure. And you're like, okay, I'll discard no. two cards. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, ah, there's, there's so many things that over the years that would have just crippled like that, 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 for, that ultra ball for shame and off of an end. No. In this same vein, and also to transition into another uh, uh, Pokemon that we should like talk about, I think, is Tyranitar. Tyranitar has a lot of playable cards. Mm. I don't think that it has as many, especially over the last few years. Not currently, but no. Tyranitar from, uh, I, guess, I think it's from either Mysterious Treasures or the one from Stormfront. It's the, the Stormfront one. Accelerated yeah, Drive. I love this card because I'm a big, big Titar fan. But like that is in the same similar vein of like when they were making effects that took place on your opponent's turn during this block. And so anytime that your opponent would use a Poke Power, you would search your discard pile for a Dark Energy and attach it to the Tyranitar. And I, I just think that's so cool. Like that's such a cool aspect of the game. It's like, okay, would you like to continue going off? Because I'm just going to keep getting these energy or whatever. And I think that's a really cool thing that like hasn't been like design space that hasn't been played with in like fourteen years or whatever. They'll and I the more I think about actually, well, I've you know I've done a fair amount of thinking on the whole opponent's turn thing, going back to like the custom cube thing. Yeah. Oh man, someone just said shockwave marker, and I got a little excited. Um, <laughs> but like, if you if you really think about the nitty gritty of it, and you think about all of the design space that there is, how balanced in the game of pokemon can you actually make opponents turns effects because in my mind right that's a good it's a good ability when they when they use their ability you punish them by getting to accelerate an energy that's fairly balanced in most formats as long as the attack isn't crazy yeah as long as you don't have like a evil amazing amazing rare evil tall attack um, yeah on it. so that's like balanced shutting off a power for two energies balanced right because you're not going to be able to do it infinitely and you need a fairly decent sized hand anyway any format that doesn't involve execute because like if you had to execute you'd just be like we like i get yeah. it free once uh and then the ev from the promo ev from like the watsi era the one that said like when your opponent evolves you also get to evolve yeah um but outside of that if you think about any sort of effect that could take place on your opponent's turn that's like game breaking how Maybe I'm not as creative as I claim to be, but maybe like how how hard is it to balance that mechanic? Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. For every Poke Power your opponent uses during this turn, uh, you place a, a Shockwave marker on my Tyranitar, and I do 20 more damage during my next turn. 
with that Tyranitar. You could do effects like that and like be like, okay, one, and then sit there and look at them and be like, you gonna do Genesect again? You gonna? Because I'm gonna bop you. Like, yeah, like, like I think that there's different ways to play with that. Or like, if your opponent used two powers during that turn, this attack does confuses and poisons them or if they if they use two or more or if, and so then they're sitting there and they're like okay well i've actually got to like have choices here because if i get to three it just says the opponent guy is knocked out or something like you to, stuff to, like that to put the to put the thing into uh snow seas thing it's hard to program uh they do stuff like that you know like Poe town for instance and like literally any ampharos Right, your opponent attaches an energy, they take damage. Well, something else to, to piggyback off of that about program, making programming TCGO harder, Stormfront cards were on PTCGO at one point, and no one wants to talk about it. Wait, what? Storm yes. In 2000, yeah, when, the, the, when it was still browser-based, Stormfront cards were there, and then when they moved a client, the Stormfront cards were removed. Legitimately, there I... were Diamond and Pearl era cards programmed on TCGO in the first original rendition of it. Man, because I, I was playing the browser back then, and I don't... Like, I don't think it was all of them, but they had at least some of them in the trial decks. They had Diamond and Pearl era, and I remember oh. Stormfront specifically being in the queue. Like, because people were talking about it, and they are like, oh, this is cool, because I, I, like, I remember they had Gengar, like, in the program. Like, I don't know if you got to actually play with it, I cannot remember that part, but I know but. for a fact that, like, Stormfront cards in particular did exist in the client at one point. Stormfront, Stormfront's goaded, so... They're, yeah, they're, I mean, it's one of the. We we talked about it last time that we were on on the podcast. Uh, well, we, we you know what we'll talk we'll talk about it next week. So next week's thing will be the best sets of all time percentage based. Man, that would be such a good cast. The, uh, yeah, so it will be next week. It'll be next week. Yeah, it's Neo Genesis. So okay, <laughs> Phantom Forces. It's Phantom Forces. Vivid Voltage. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Very interesting take. Uh. Vivid Voltage is definitely a Pokemon trading card game set. <laughs> it is it is one billion percent Phantom Force. If you want to go most like influential, sure. Highest percentage of cards that like were like top tier competitive, Phantom Forces. I'm also yeah, like so my argument was definitely not Phantom Forces is not nowhere close. I think Phantom Forces is second. Like, it, and I think Team Rocket Returns is also up there. Oh, um, it, it's like, I think those three are the three, and I think that there's a lot of room to discuss in between there, but I think that, like, those three. And I also think Hidden Legends secretly uh, uh, sneaks no, in there. You know what the secret one is? Is Triumphant. Triumphant's sick. Because the reason that's so sneaky is because every prime in that set was competitive. Yeah, every single one. Which you is didn't have a bad about. hit. Imagine, imagine if every V out of a set was playable. Yeah, that's like right? that's people a are like, perspective. Oh, I hit eight things in this box, uh, but like one of them is Appleton V, and the other one's Greninja V. So like, cool. No, no, every hit in every box was playable, and people didn't want to buy Pokemon cards. Two thousand eight was wild. Like two thousand nine, two thousand ten wild times because i'm sitting there i'm like boxes are sick like this is so cool and and people and like people in general are like i didn't pokemon die like nine <laughs> years ago dude you sounded exactly like them yeah that's exactly what they <laughs> all sound like <laughs> this anyway, is we'll, anyway. we'll revisit this topic i like this topic but yeah yeah we'll have you back I know, on if you might be you, your book next week we'll do it too <laughs> <laughs> anyway so anyway what do we have so far 
As far as so, so Mew is the number one by far. So currently right now are the things that have broken double digits. We have six Pokemon. Mew is at 16, Gengar at 13, Gardevoir and Rayquaza at 12, Unknown and Electrode at 10. <laughs> is where we are at. And then a slew of Pokemon at 9, and that's the whole Vileplume, Crobat, Jirachi, Dragonite, Blissey. Are knocking on that door. Is you want to know what is an interesting talk? Eevee? As a basic Pokemon, there are a lot of Eevees that made their the the decks that like you would play like a, a Leafeon or whatever in playable because the Eevee itself was a good card. Because um, you have like the Furious Fist one, you have the Sun and Moon one, you have the one that's on screen, the the Chain Reaction one that was played in in Watsi. You have uh, the uh, Sandstorm one that searched for any three Eeveelutions was played in a lot of the EX era decks that would play Eevee. Uh, you so like I like it's just that's a really interesting one because it's a basic Pokemon that evolves and you wouldn't think to include that in like a list like this. But like there are there are so many decks that like you would play like Umbreon right as like the the guy in your deck or like the support Pokemon on your deck. But it was good because Eevee like the Delta species one is extremely powerful as a starter in the two thousand six two thousand seven format. Uh, there like there's just multiple like Eevees themselves were like what the Eevee itself did made the deck what it was. And I think that that's, like, a very interesting one to be like, okay, well, yeah, that Eevee was playable. It wasn't just, like, an Eevee you would level ball mm -hmm. for and put on your bench. Percentage percentage of, like, Pokemon to good attacks, right? Like, yeah. if you want to talk, like, purely attacks, like, Eevee always has, I guess I, Energy Evolution's an ability, but, like, all the attacks are all, like, set up based on good. Yeah. The other thing to point out is that you also have Eevee Snorlax, and Eevee mm -hmm. Snorlax has the attack called Dump Truck Press. So it's That's literally true. Snorlax Dumper. Can we get some Snorlax Dumpers in the <laughs> chat, please? Oh my gosh. Yes, sir. While we're uh, Snorlax Dumping, or whatever that means, I don't know how Twitch works, uh, but like Majestic Dawn Eevee was super powerful because you would search your deck for all of your Eevees. It literally is the first card that has Sobble's attack, like basically. Because like, you know how you like get your three Sobbles and that's the meme with the Rapid Strike, but you have the other options to get other Rapid Strike Pokemon? The Eevee from Majestic Dawn literally said, search your deck for as many Eevee as you like and put them on your bench. And I would always joke that I literally could never complete that card's effect because they don't allow me to play as many Eevee as I would like in my deck. That's why that card is, that's why you always put evolutions in any cube you ever build. Yeah. Because then you can finally fulfill that dream if you play that's the true. one form rule. My, my dream is to play 60 EV in a deck. <laughs> it's just you but a, And then you pallet a friends for 20. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have, what, one metal EV? So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone mentioned um, Darkrai. Is there is Darkrai a new sensation, or was there a lot before? There's been a fair amount of Darkrai's. There's there's a fair amount of Darkrai's. So Darkrai has Darkrai EX, very like that's a staple both of the of game. Them. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, both both of the Darkrai EXs are great. Darkrai GX counts. I Darkrai Umbreon Darkrai you can count. Uh, I think that. I think you can count Darkrai Prism. I understand now that, like, Moltres would take that spot over it, but, like, that card during its time was played in the dark decks that saw play. Um, it did Day 2 Worlds, technically. Like, a top 32 down. Worlds. I count it then, immediately. Uh, but dark the problem Ray with that is, like, I think that's it, right? Like Darkrai Cresselia. Okay. 
That's <laughs> fine. Are we counting the legend? Uh, yeah, yeah, Darko Caselli was played. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know which I legends like are memes player. and which ones are actually played. Because it so seems like it was one thing. or the other. That, it's a trick question because all legends are memes and all legends were actually played. <laughs> That's literally the answer to that question. Like, literally all of them. Because you even have, like, people... Like, people like to think that, oh, well, uh, the like, when they're, like, what's the last meme deck? This is not the last one, but, like, people are like, oh, the people at the bottom tables playing uh, Lucario Garchomp or whatever that deck was in Ultra Prism. Uh. The, the, those people... 12 years ago, we're playing Legend Box, ho Legend. Like, that's what they were playing. It was that Lugia deck that was successful at Cities, though. Yeah. So... That's true. Yeah. I, I, if, you're, if, the questions, if the question that was posed is which are, which are memes and which are dreams and whatnot, uh, Cresselia Darkrai fits both, because it's literally the dream Pokemon. That's true. So, speaking of that, I think that there might be more playable Cresselias than there are Darkrai's. Sir. You're going to have to sell me on this one, because I don't know. Right, so, how, how, many, how many Darkrai's did we Darkrai get yet, Because Plasma Darkrai was teched into to Plasma-based decks sometimes. Okay. Okay, moving on. Cresselia. Alright, so Cresselia... Cresselia also doesn't have that many cards, but when you look at it... So, Cresselia level X got played. That that card is legitimate, and then that meant that you had to play one of the normal Cresselias, so you can count any of those as one, either the Great Encounters or Majestic Dawn one. But then you have the uh, uh, the EX that got played, you have the the Legend that would count for that as well, you have the Chilling Rain one, um, and I think that that's like almost all of the Cresselias that have ever been legal. Break that Breakthrough was played in Manetric builds for a hot second. That's true! I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. uh, because it, what, you needed like the free retreat or something. Mm -hmm. And like the 70, the 70 damage wasn't bad. Just like, like I'll hit Psychic Weak Things for 140. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, th I thought that, that was a really interesting thing because like Cresselia, like legitimately, I think if you do that, you can count every Cresselia except for two as playable, ever printed. It's happened to be two of the most recent ones. Yeah. Which is why my mind's like, what the heck are you two talking about? <laughs> yeah. Cresselia. Um, I'm, yeah, yeah. How? Uh, nope, never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay, are there any other Pokemon you think we should attack before we, uh, say we have definitively got the top six? Kingdra, Kingdra, Houndoom, Donphan are all like probably in that six or seven range. I'm like yeah, Donphan. Don Donphan should get a mention for sure because there's multiple of those that are good. Sableye. Uh, of course you're gonna bring it up. Uh, 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 no, unironically. No, okay. uh, unironically, Sableye. Oh, actually, Sableye. Now that I'm no, looking at a, it, yeah, there's actually a, a decent amount of Sableyes. Sableye V is now good. Mega Sableye Tyranitar was good when Dark Box became good. That card was actually broken. As that wasn't yeah. broken, it made ADP a free win, and that, in my book, gives it a... We have to count it. Uh, limitation was teched into control decks, the, the one from... Still Star is. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the one from... Deoxys was played. Mm-hmm. That limitation one as well. Crystal, um, the Crystal Guardians Excavate one was put. Yep, out. that one is valid. Yeah, very valid. Um, uh, obviously, over eager impersonate broke the format. Yep. Yeah, that one might might have been playable. I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah. Shout out to the last mm-hmm. podcast where we uh got a bit. So you're at you're at six. Oh, I actually didn't count John Cunt seven. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, seven. Yeah, so I mean like that's a that's a valid Pokemon for sure. That that puts it uh tied with Zoroark. And what? above Blastoise. Poor Blastoise is everything's above Blastoise. Eevee is above Blastoise. Oh, yeah, those are my two favorite Pokemon. So, can we get Don? Can we get some love to Don fan, and then maybe, and then and then see where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Because see, Rapid the Neo Genesis was played, uh, and maybe not Prime Spinning Turn. Yeah, actually, maybe not. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say it. Earthquake. Lapras. It did win a regional one. It's true. But I, I I already counted at least five playable cards. So okay. uh, you've got the fossil one mm-hmm. that was played. Yep. Very good. You have Lost the uh, the Sky Ridge one that sets up all of the e card decks because it searches your deck for a supporter. It's like literally a staple of the format. You have the Legend Maker one that was the first time that the ability search your deck put it into play. Search your deck for a supporter was legal. Mm-hmm. Card is bu- completely busted. Um, but you also have five ball searchable in cube formats. That is true. I drafted every true. time in Alex's cube, and then I don't draft enough supporters because he also plays Wizard of the Coast stuff in there, and no one ever drafts it. It's always a huge regret. I grab the Lapras immediately, then I'm like, all of my supporters like Blaine's Quiz Show and Professor Oak. Like, this is unplayable for me. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine's Quiz Show. I showed that card to Brian the other day. He had never seen any of the Blaine's quizzes, and he's just like losing it's his mind. It's so much fun. That's, that's a mechanic that needs to come back. So, how long more, is Weedle? And they're like, more Blaine's <laughs> quiz things. Legitimately, like the one that says, like, uh, name an attack, guess the Pokemon. Yeah. Cool. Make it so busted that, like, people have to play it. You know I'm what I mean? I'm down. Do you yeah. remember make the it, last time it. they printed one, it got banned from Worlds because of issues with the translation. translation. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Stefan made it his goal, and I love it so much. He was like, we have to get this card banned because no one's going to play it. Stefan just saw it, and he's like, you know what? Let's ban this card because of the translation issues. Imagine, because like the last time it was played, right, it was on a supporter card. So it's like, eh, not that great. But what if, like, in today's format, it was the original item card, and it was like, eh, something obscene, like, draw four. Yeah. Right? And like So say- insane. Let's say it's draw four, but if your opponent guesses right, it's only draw two for them. Like, really encourage people to play it. Because, like, it's going to just reward the people that actually put time in. And, my God, I want that. That's true. That is true. It it encourages box decks. Like, come on. No, we don't do box decks. You have to look up how many Pokemon have tackle? Let's go. I mean, bring bring Flyinium and Dragonium Z back. Bring those things back. Those are sick. Oh my god. Wind Cutter? How many Pokemon have Wind Cutter? Oh. Also, that's the secret tech for Friday's uh, Friday's tournament, Kevin. Oh, I won't be there, so I'm going to DM you the stuff I was thinking of in case you okay. want to play it. We've been testing the... We're playing Professor Format on Friday for James and those who don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's sick. One of the Professor Formats. So, like... We yeah we've been going to town on it. I think it's absolute. I think there's like two absolutely broken archetypes in it. I might be wrong, but they feel disgusting. We, we have one. We have one that's insane. I'll, I'll DM you mine later. Don't worry. Anyway, Thanks, buddy. so other Pokemon Lapras had how many? 
Lapras, uh, so Lapras VMAX, I mean, that, that card saw play. You know, like, it obviously was not top tier, but, like, that card, it like, did or an well early Sword in Shield, they did play. And if, yeah. if Pikaram didn't exist, I think it would have also seen more, which is, like, a bad argument, but also not yeah, an unviable a, one. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Like, it did, there are multiple events that, like, that the deck saw play, like... So I think you can do that. Lapras GX saw play once. Uh, you have the Fossil one. You have the Sky Ridge one. You uh, have the Legend Maker one. Team Up one. The the one that's played in like oh, Last Race decks. The Control also played the Team Up one to counter energy and KO Arcanine. The Vile Plume did something like that. It was definitely played in a top cut of NAIC. Yeah. Uh, the the Hidden Fates one just because the artwork is so cute. The, uh, he just wants to play with his little ball. Look at the him. Great Encounters one is really sick. It, it For a single energy, it lets you search your deck for a Pokemon tool, a supporter, and a basic energy, and put them in your hand. And, like, no one, like, I don't, like, it's so, so cool, because you can literally just play a Cessation Crystal on it, and then do that, like, in 2008. And it was really, really cool. Like, <laughs> Oh, you're at, what, like, six or seven? Yeah, like, that's what I was saying, like, I knew that it wasn't gonna, like, beat me or anything, but I knew that, like, that's also not a Pokemon that people are like, oh, yeah, Lapras, of course, is, like, up there. Yeah, well, we'll give it seven. We'll give it some, we'll give it some love. Oh, that ties up with Sableye, so I don't know anymore. <laughs> okay. These these are both of the Ooh. decks that you all top cut with, so it's fair for them to be tied. Okay, I know that we're trying to get on to wrapping it up, but Empoleon? Empoleon's really maybe, good. Maybe? I think Empoleon is gonna seven? get there. I think Napoleon's gonna get there if we do it. Let's see. Diamond of Pearl Base, uh, Majestic yep. Dawn. Uh, you have the Dark Explorers one. You have the uh, Level X would count. Um, mm -hmm. The V was played for a hot seconds. So that's five. That is true. They did play that in ADP. Um, I think I that may be it for like actual. That's the problem. I can't make, yeah, you can't really make the argument for, like, Total Command yeah. or Recall. No, mm -hmm. Total Command was the card that always felt like it should have been better. And then yeah. it just wasn't. 20, yeah, it's, it's like, one of the, like, few, like, 90 HP SP Pokemon that, like, just didn't go anywhere. It's so frustrating. Oh, I have a bunch uh. of those promos. Someone gave me a stack of them. That's completely irrelevant. I'm just remembering that now. No, oh, no, I, yeah. I could go find some right now. <laughs> well, uh, Genesect? Multiple people are mentioning that one. Genesect? We can do it. Let's There's see. Like Genesect definitely has multiple playable cards. There's like three. Uh, so Genesect EX saw play in the Metal Lynx decks. Uh, Genesect EX, the Grass Soil, obviously, was in Verizian Genesect. You have the uh, Genesect V. I think that card's going to be good. I don't know yet. That's printed. okay. Uh, uh, shining, shining, shining Genesect, Genesect would count, good. yeah. Um, so four, yeah, no. but it just doesn't have that many cards. It's Blastoise category, yeah. It's below Blastoise. That's a dub that, for our boy Blastoise. That's the new. Insult. Yeah, let's go Blastoise. Let's go. Good hustle. Good hustle. <laughs> Magnazones, Magnazones is 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 interesting because there are a lot of good Magnazones in like cube and alternative formats, but yeah. I don't know if there's enough Magnazones to like that are up there in terms of crazy playable stuff, right? I think that, like, you could make, like, Magnazone a 4 or 5, but you're also stretching it. So, like, yeah. the Diamond and Pearl Magnazones are interesting, like, each of them, 
Almost like the Diamond and Pearl base one is was okay. The Stormfront ones, both of them were fine, and then the Level X is also fine. But like that was all like within a span of one year, and then he's really had a tough time since. The EX did see play though against Night March. Mm-hmm. Um, you would play Magazone X in the Eels decks for Night March. Um, the Ultra Prism one was played. Uh, I like that deck. Um, and then the Forbidden Light one, I that one that it. I guess Accelerating Lightning just wasn't as powerful as Metal during that format because you didn't have, like, uh, the, the Necrozma. You didn't have the attackers for it. Yeah. Like, it was, it's a cool card. Like, any sort of effect that's ever energy rained before has been like, oh, man, this seems really good, but, like... Also, like, Dual Brains. Dual Brains is sick, obviously. That, that was uh, one, of my, one of my favorite... Uh, I was try- I'm trying to convince JP to do this. I know he's in the chat right now, so... Um, in the black and white block format, you play it as a hit and switcher. You don't play it for its ability. You play it as an actual attacker. Because one Deoxys on the bench is 90, so you're hitting magic numbers in that format. Uh, and yeah, you just like 80 and switch. And like, yes, there's a lot of ways to switch in that format because of Keldeo Floatstone and stuff. But if you can like scrap off one or two Floatstones, like they're going to run out of switching effects pretty quickly. So that 90 will stick sometimes. Yeah. It's pretty good. No, it's not. <laughs> there it is. No, See, it's not. <laughs> there's JP. Don't do that. Don't give me hope. Yes, sir. <laughs> JP, you gotta build more decks. This this man this man likes to deproxy all the stuff. He's got like a 50 RSPK decks all unproxied. Uh, yeah, he's insane. Yeah, and JP's a champion. Oh, fun. It, it, fun. Yeah. <laughs> and literally the other day, uh, on a whim, I told him I was building the cities format. So he's like, "Oh, I'll build black and white block. Oh, I'll buy all real beaches," and then just bought all real beaches like the next day. Like didn't didn't like say like hey anyone want to play this format he's just like I'm building this format and I like did it it's a fun format I really enjoy the format I'm glad he did but like, it's a good format that guy's insane shout out to JP all right should we wrap up our uh, top Pokemon yeah I think that's actually probably a fair, I'm, I'm fair, I I know that like the moment we end this call and like I'm like I'm gonna be falling asleep today and I'm just gonna be like. <laughs> Venusaur or something, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm sure that, like, on Twitter, like, they're gonna be like, oh, yeah? Well, why didn't you obviously mention this? And I'm gonna be like, I don't know, I'm sorry, I failed you. I worked today and I'm tired. So if people have hate mail for you, where can they find you? James, let's start with you. You can find me on Twitch. I love streaming. I'm getting back into uh, just streaming more this week. I'm feeling better. We're going to have a good week. I'm going to play a bunch of unplayable Pokemon trading card game decks. We may Nuzlocke by the end of the week. That's super fun. Going to have a great time. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash cardtroopergames. You can also find me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash waymesgames. And also uh, be sure to check out cardtroopergames.com for all of your uh, sealed product needs as well. And I will say, I love your Nuzlocks. They are always super it. entertaining. I'm very excited. I want to get back into doing Radical Red. I really want to I want to conquer it. I've had like a year off of just like thinking about what I've done. I really want to get back on Radical Red. Make it make me absolutely insane again like the old days. Those hurt my soul to watch. It's, it, it, they, they hurt my soul to watch too. And then, uh, and then I turn off the stream and my soul is still just a gaping hole in my heart where all of my Pokemon are dead. Uh, but Alex, where can the people find you? Uh, occasionally at twitch.tv slash tabletop underscore village whenever I'm feeling frisky. Uh, apparently I, I should plug my Twitter, even though I never use it. That's at Spokane Pokemon. 
Uh, and then you can also find me every Tuesday night at uh, Mellow underscore Magikarp. So uh, <laughs> every single Tuesday you can find me there. If you want these two back, be sure DM me, at me on Twitter, write it in the the YouTube comment, something like that. Maybe I'll we be can, nice enough to let them back. We can talk about standard too if you want yeah. us to. We're capable of doing that. We both have done well recently with really bad decks. Yeah, I, I can talk about standard all like all the playable decks in standard. You know, like Blissey and uh, yeah, the, no. uh the other one. Yeah, the, I don't know. Like the Blissey Mirror is really intricate and fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, who can draw under their powerful energies first? <laughs> who can hit more lucky ice pop heads? Don't worry, you two will be back at some point for something. I'm just throwing that out. I'm trying to get the engagement. You got to learn how to engage with the audience. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you want us, hey, audience, would you like to get engaged? That, that's. <laughs> No, uh, right here, no, right no. now. You, you, you gotta. Did I, do to, I, did I engage the audience? You gotta take them to brunch first. Damn. You're oh, okay. Get into it. All Jeez. right, chat. Chat. Would you like to go to brunch with Wames? Let me know in the chat. <laughs> and of course, myself. You can find me Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Mellow underscore Magikarp. This has been another episode of the Lake of Rage podcast. Catch you all next week.